Yes, hello and welcome to 2002 A Film Odyssey, the podcast where films are discussed, specifically the films of the year 2002. I'm one of your hosts, I'm Andrew. Dan here. And we're back, and we are uh, continuing our quest to work our way through the entire theatrical movie release calendar of the year 2002 in chronological order and have a conversation about every movie that came out that year. That's right. Yeah. Uh, before we get too deep into it, Dan, should we give a quick progress report, a little status update about where we are in the grand scheme of the Odyssey? Sure. Yeah, we are uh, chugging along through March 2002 still. Yeah. Um, which is where we've been for a while now. <laughs> Quite a while. <laughs> yeah. um, we, we just finished covering all the movies that came out on March 15th, 2002. Mm-hmm. So this is March 22nd? Yes, yeah. So the fifteenth was a real that was a doozy. Big one. Mm-hmm. It was a big one. There were five movies that came out that day, so it took us five episodes to get through that one particular day. And for us, that is like five months. That equals like five months. <laughs> yeah, we've been doing that since uh, March twenty twenty three. Yeah, I'm sorry, March. Yeah, March twenty twenty three. Yeah, and so, it's now okay, July. Well, hey, four months. Yeah, it's that's so not right. terrible. I mean, it's it's yeah. It's I mean, if this was if, if we were like earning money or something to do this, maybe it'd be bad. But yeah. we're just doing this as a hobby. So right, the boss would. Be I like, I don't really feel I don't really feel bad if we take a little longer than. than guys, the boss would be like, "You're you're still on March fifteenth. Huh? Oh come on, guys! Like, who would that be? Who who'd be our boss? Like Travis? Yeah. I'm just yeah. picture Travis like from the Verlaine agenda. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, which a short I mean, film that uh, I made. Yeah, you were in, I was in, and then and maybe uh, uh, a certain guest that is here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you like what I did there? Yeah, a little segue. Set you up. There. Yeah, yeah. Put it on a uh, T-shirt. Yeah, so we're as always talking about a movie that came out in the year 2002. And uh, on this episode, we are joined by a uh, very special guest. Uh, he is uh, a designer, an illustrator, uh, an actor, a very creative individual, uh, and very excited to hear what he has to say about the movie that we're going to be talking about on this episode. Uh, Nick Cowan is here. Hey, Nick. Thanks for, for joining us. I am uh, glad to be here. Yeah. It's a long time coming. I don't, yeah. I don't exactly it, it remember long... when you started, but the second you said you were doing it, I said... Oh, I want to do this movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we started this project almost two years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, where we were like, yeah, we're going to watch every movie that came out in 2002. September 2021 was our first episode yeah. for yeah. Imposter. And wow. you, Nick, were like pretty much like a couple, I don't know, like a couple months into it. We're like, well, I got to do this particular movie. For sure. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, a, yeah. A great one, too. A great <laughs> yeah. pick. And uh, so, yeah, like you said, Dan, we're now on March 22nd. Only two movies came out that day. So this day will be a a little little quicker to get through. Hey, all right. And uh, one of those. What was the other movie? uh, Sorority Boys. (laughs) Which we're going (laughs) to. We should have forced doing... you to. We should have forced you to watch that <laughs> and wrapped it in yeah. as a double, double feature. Yeah. <laughs> so mm. we'll be doing that on our very next episode. <laughs> well, well, we might squeeze a bonus episode. I think we're gonna do a bonus between. one in between. Yeah. 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 But uh, so that's coming up. Uh, but the other movie, the one that we're gonna be talking about today, is the first comic book movie 
right, that we've covered so far? The first superhero uh, film? Yeah, I believe so. I think I so. I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Nick, would you like to say the name of the, the movie? Absolutely. Yeah. We are going to talk about Blade 2. Blade, Blade 2. 2. Yeah. Directed by Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. Starring Wesley Snipes. Uh, written by David S. Goyer. Ah. Right. Uh, Chris Christopherson. Chris Christopherson's, Christopherson's in it and ten Ron of other Perlman. people. Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman's Ron great. Ron Perlman, yeah. As usual. Mm-hmm. He's, in, he's, in, he's in the spotlight right now. You seen that video? Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Have you seen that? No. Is it a oh, good, good it's thing? Really, yeah. Okay. I mean, I think it's cool. He like, there was that uh, executive, was it like the Netflix guy? It was either, was it, was it, it wasn't Bob Iger. It wasn't Iger, who also said but, some shit. Yeah. yeah, it was about it was about the writers. Okay, and then the but he's on the, the right side of the sack. Yo, Sharon okay. Perlman, absolutely, yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah, through and through, and he he was just like talking about how this guy said like the the executives were like waiting for writers a writer to lose their house or something like mm-hmm. that. I I can't remember the exact phrasing, and then Ron Perlman was just like. You better watch what you fucking say, motherfucker. I mean, he, <laughs> like, he like, like classic the camera. Rock. Oh yeah. yeah, like full on serious mad dogging. Yeah, like, like a lot of f bombs. If he said, if he was in your face and said that, mm-hmm. looking like he did, you would pee your pants probably. Yeah. It and it's yeah. worth a watch. Yeah, it's oh, good. I'll check it out for it's sure. It's Good because he's a guy I would be disappointed if he turned out to be not a cool guy. No, Ron just because Perl- he seems Ron awesome. Perlman's like one of the coolest guys. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, Cooler than his character in this movie. Well, yeah, his character's not great, <laughs> but he's, you know, yeah, the good Reinhardt. But yeah. yeah, yeah, but uh, Ron Perlman's cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll have to check that clip out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Blade Two is the movie we're gonna be talking about. Um, the follow up to 1998's Blade, directed by Stephen Norrington. Yeah, I, uh, I, I hadn't really thought about. How there were four years in between Blade and Blade Two, yeah, it's kind of a long time. Yeah, I read a little bit about the production history. I think that uh, Stephen Norrington like kind of backed out or couldn't do it for whatever reason, so they weren't sure who was going to do the sequel, and then they settled on Guillermo. Um, he said, "I'll only do it if Ron Perlman's in it." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's his guy. I mean, yeah, yeah it could be. Um, well, should we dive right into Blade Two, or should we uh, should we chill out for a minute? Is there any business we have to talk about at the top that I'm, oh, I'm forgetting? No, uh, no, I don't believe so. Um, mm. I mean, we can we can say that we stand in solidarity with the striking writers and actors. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a member, but, SAG. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I got a yeah. SAG residual check today. There you oh, go. There you six dollars. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So. Fuck him. Yeah. Absolutely. Fuck him, as Ron Perlman says. Um, yeah. No. Uh, yeah. No, no. I mean, you and I are not members of either union, but we are yeah. rapid consumers exactly. of yeah. film and movies and you yeah. know TV and stuff. And um, yeah, just uh, yeah, give we, them hell. Exactly. Fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't he say something like, "I'll come to your house and like." fuck you up or something if i I knew you better you better yeah he's like you better watch what you say yeah yeah Yeah, it's it's really good it's really cool uh 
And he's exactly like the wrong guy that you would want to piss off because he doesn't come across as like like a movie tough guy. He comes across as a guy who would actually fuck you up yeah. if you <laughs> pissed him off. Yeah. I'm I'm curious if he uh, ad-libbed any of his lines in Blade 2. Hmm. Uh well there is that 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 one of the the really racist line that he yeah that I did read about that did you read about that on yeah. the MDB trivia yeah, we'll yeah. get to that I guess yeah um uh, but I don't think that was improvised by him I think uh, Snipes I would yeah. hope it's not improvised by him. <laughs> yeah that'd be bad <laughs> I think Wesley Snipes uh it was like a personal story. yeah yeah it was like something that happened right. to him so he was like yeah include this racist line right yeah uh. Yeah, well, before we dive into Blade 2, we can chill out for a minute. Yeah, well, we got to. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's part of the maximum of the show. Are you familiar with our world-famous chill-out uh, session? To some degree, yeah. To some degree, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's it's world-famous, though. Yeah, yeah world-famous. World everyone's talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, people turn off it's a water the cooler show kind after, of thing, after yeah. we chill out. Yeah, They're like, I don't care about Harrison's Flowers. I just wanted to know what else they yeah. watched recently. Yeah. So yeah, we basically just share a few random movies that we've recently watched uh, that we want to talk about. So that'll give the listeners an idea of you know what kind of stuff you like oh, or sure. your opinions about certain things. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I figured we would save uh, a lot of stuff that we've watched recently. You and I, Dan, that is to talk about on the Sorority Boys episode. Mm. Uh, oh yeah, because I just kind of figured we wouldn't have a lot to say about. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, Fair enough. Fair so enough. we could kind of pad it out with a, an extended chill out talk. Who knows though? We could watch Sorority Boys and end up like having a lot to discuss. So, I mean, yeah. I could I could see that happening. Uh, yeah, you never know. Not good stuff. Uh, and I figured, uh, and we could certainly talk about it now if you'd want, but we could also save it for that episode that we could uh, because I know I know we both saw Asteroid City. We could save that for the Sorority Boys episode because uh, Sorority Boys was directed by Wally Walidarski, who mm. is uh, uh, Wes Anderson's Wes Anderson uh, buddy actor, and uh, even has like a character named after him. I think in Life Aquatic, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, yeah. But he was uh, Brendan in uh, Darjeeling Limited, mm-hmm. so that guy directed Sorority Boys. He's also in Rushmore. Yeah. Isn't he? Uh, he's the ref. The yeah. wrestling ref. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. In Rushmore. Yeah, because I've watched all those commentaries. And yeah. It's like <laughs> Wes Anderson very dryly, like, pointing out his friends and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you want me to go first? You want me to kick uh, us off? Would you like to go first, Nick? Jumping off the Wes Anderson conversation, yeah. I did just watch, rewatch French Dispatch last night. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. It was the first time I had seen it since seeing it in the theaters. And I kind of felt like it was time to finally give it another go. Yeah. Um, because it's not my favorite Wes Anderson film mm-hmm. for a lot of different reasons. Um, but it's still pretty good. Like yeah. I liked it a lot watching it last night, but I like that he's a visual director. He's one of, he is a, a favorite director, but that one just had way too much happening. Mm-hmm. Like I, mm-hmm. I felt so distracted both times I watched it, um, because it was almost too much, mm-hmm. too much visual stuff. So there's like, there's a scene in the film where there's a split screen and they're talking about the food that's being eaten. Do you remember this part? Is that, uh, which, uh, it's the third story. It's the one where they kidnap the policeman's son oh, Jeffrey, yeah, yeah. and they've right. got yeah, yeah. the, uh, the, the chef, the policeman's uh-huh. chef. So it's split screen. So on the left, you've got these beautiful 
full color food dishes. And on the right, it's black and white of them eating it. But also the food is being described uh, through a narrator. But on the left also, you've got subtitles in French, I believe, of them Mm -hmm. talking about their eating of the food. And I didn't know where to look or where to focus (laughs) because the food was beautiful. Uh, it's almost like you have to watch it a second time. And I was, and I was kind of, I just kind of got angry because I was just yeah. like, but I don't know where to look and I'm backing things up right. because I want to look at the food, but yeah. I want to read the subtitles. But then it's like, there's, it's a, they packed in way too much into the screen. Right. Um, and I noticed that it's like, that was my initial thoughts seeing it in the theaters was that I was just very distracted because yeah. I couldn't. I'm a visual person as a illustrator, designer, that whole thing. So I was way more interested in all the things the, yeah. that were everywhere that I kept like not paying attention to the story. Right. So for that, that was kind of like why it kind of skews low yeah, on, on your, my your Wes list. Anderson list. But mm-hmm. it's still like ridiculously gorgeous and so much thought yeah. and stuff put into little bits of graphic design and costume choices and set pieces and staging and all the all the good stuff's there it's just too much of it to digest in one viewing or multiple viewings honestly because it's like distracting yeah i was just gonna say even the movies of his that i hold in like kind of lower regard or put on like a lower tier are still like pretty good oh absolutely yeah 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 uh yeah i mean i'm kind of hoping that a second viewing of asteroid city will unlock a little more for me because i i was i was pretty muted on that one mm-hmm. um did you see asteroids i did and i actually did see it a second time uh-huh. recently as well yeah did you have a similar feeling about it like in that it like packed too much in or I, no actually i felt this one was a, a lot calmer mm-hmm. uh, asteroid city was like way more kind of tonally and visually calmer yeah. than that one. This one's so frenetic. I mean, mm-hmm. there was things that happened, but it just kind of was more mellow, which I did like. But um, I wasn't sure how I felt after the first viewing, so I kind of yeah. had to see it a second time and, and definitely appreciated it more the second time. Yeah, I like it quite a bit on the first viewing. I do want to watch it again because I'm sure there's like little uh, details or nuances I'm missing because it's, you know, it's got a structure that's kind of different than his other movies it's like a nesting doll mm-hmm. kind of structure and i'm sure that if i watch again i'll be like oh that's why this character that absolutely within helps. the story yeah. did this or you know whatever i think that was maybe the one thing that did kind of bug me watching mm-hmm. it the first time is that trying to keep up with that all the, that the, kind all of the layers inception of it that it was yeah. like you know thing within the thing within the thing and this uh-huh. person's also this person so second viewing like completely made that way easier to watch and not Uh, be trying to think too much about what was happening yeah i might try and catch it one more time before it leaves theaters which it honestly maybe already is gone uh it might have given the blockbuster yeah uh Mm. blockbusters that you know just came out with mission impossible and then oppenheimer and barbie coming out um as of this record in two days yeah because we're recording this on july was it the 20th or the 19th it's the 19th 19th, 2023 so yeah we got Mm -hmm. oppenheimer and barbie coming out right friday yeah so yeah i mean i I do really like the setting in asteroid city it looks very like looney tunes Mm -hmm. almost you know like it looks really cool um i'm so i'm I'm hoping that i I have no doubts that i'll appreciate it more Mm -hmm. honestly i was tired when i saw it too and it's like whenever you see something when you're tired you don't 
fully connect with it because mm-hmm. maybe your brain's not functioning on all yeah. cylinders. And there's kind of a lot going on in this one. Yeah. So I, I, I do want to see it again. I have no doubt that I'll, I'll probably like it more on a second viewing. Yeah. Um, hopefully I get a chance to see it in theaters again. But if not, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely pick up the Blu-ray when it comes out. Yeah. And again, uh, Jeffrey Wright solid in this movie oh yeah <laughs> he's a he's a great match for yeah, yeah the wes a, anderson thing he's yeah. a welcome addition to the uh yeah. mm-hmm. the and ever-growing cast of right his, uh, his repertoire right yeah. and so i i thought matt Dillon was too even though he was only in the movie for like two minutes yeah matt Dillon. i, I wasn't as sold on matt Dillon <laughs> as i was but yeah i mean there was i one, liked seeing matt Dillon. there was one line he had that that got me where he just uh he was like looking at schwartzman's car and like a piece fell off of it and Schwartzman was like oh what's that and he was like i don't know <laughs> but it was like after he like established himself as such a good mechanic well matt Dillon is an underrated funny actor yeah because uh, yeah. he really hasn't had that many opportunities to be funny like in movies Not really. that i can think of i mean like something from, about mary. something about mary yeah, that's, that's the, the one, one that comes to mind yeah yeah aside it, from pat healy it's hard it's hard to believe that he did that and mm-hmm. didn't get a lot more offers <laughs> to be in comedies because that he's very funny in that movie he is really good and there's something about mary yeah uh, I haven't swung the wrenches in a while. <laughs> I just said that the other day when we were talking about going golfing when we were swung the wrenches when we were at mission yeah. impossible yeah yeah like Harold and Maude and the Karate Kid. <laughs> you know, the classics. <laughs> <laughs> I probably haven't watched that in like 10 years. Yeah, I, uh, I, I need, I'm probably overdue for a yeah. rewatch on the 90s Farrelly Brothers yeah. output in general. What have they done recently? What was the last thing? Uh, I feel like I haven't heard from them in a while. They kind of went they their split. own ways, Did they? sort of. Oh, boy. Uh, I mean, I don't know if there's any like drama, really. Maybe they just, it was just like a uh, scheduling They, thing? I guess, are co- <clears throat> co-producing and one of them directed uh like a christmas movie that's supposed hmm. to come out this year mm-hmm. so they're not they're not like they're not like the coen brothers who are supposedly feuding with each well, other because i was i was curious about that because i just saw a trailer for something that yeah one of them was uh about. ethan coen's yeah. movie and it's yeah. his first movie yeah interesting because uh, he was the not he was the non-director of the two oh, joel was the director for the longest time then they then they started doing dual credit. Yeah, both of them. Okay. But Ethan was the one who didn't really have any like primary directing experience. Um, yeah. But and yeah, I I've heard some rumors, but I, none of it none of it sourced. <laughs> it and, and I, I I can tell you off mic the source of those rumors, and you'll probably laugh when I tell you. Okay. So, uh, so I I would I I'm not I'm not saying anything like definitive i've just heard some stuff that okay. is all like 40th hand rumors you, you know not naming any sources i'll tell you off mic I'm not naming <laughs> it on pod uh well this is how we go on tangents nick this is sure. how our episodes if you like look at run times and you're like oof three hours about this movie <laughs> no way i'm gonna listen to that episode. Yeah. three hours about collateral damage oh well, I said we would save Asteroid City, but we kind of delved into it. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then, uh, what else did I see? Oh, I watched American Rickshaw for our movie night. 
Yeah, I, that also, was <laughs> I also saw that movie. <laughs> you like that was the one I picked? Yeah. <laughs> Out of all the movies that I know you've seen recently, that I also <laughs> have seen recently, I did not expect you to name American Rickshaw. Which is like a late 80s thriller, I guess. Supernatural thriller. Uh, kind of action-y. <laughs> directed by uh, Sergio Martino. Starring uh, a guy named Mitch Gaylord, who is a uh, an Olympian. Gymnast. Yeah, gymnast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but for some reason, he was used in this movie not for his gymnast skills. Yeah, it's like his own, it's like his main role <laughs> yeah. too, like in yeah in his acting career. Like not even a little bit. Like yeah, no, no. no. Like, that's yeah. the surprising thing because there's that movie Jim Cotta, which is <laughs> right. a hilarious yeah. movie, uh, and it's like the guy does like the pommel horse and stuff in the middle of the town square in that movie <laughs> yeah. because he was a gymnast yeah, and, and, and you're just like well all right if you got the gymnast you may as well might use as well the use skills them, yeah uh but this one this movie never even uh doesn't yeah yeah no gymnast uh <laughs> moves at all in this movie yeah it's it's got a like a very strange plot uh did you have a good time with that one yeah it's like yeah. an oddity um for sure yeah it's about the plot's like really weird and hard to describe it's about like a a young man who is a rickshaw driver in miami in the late 80s okay you know that that old that, tale that, that yeah. business yeah who they were everywhere yeah uh who falls prey to a scheme where he's filmed basically uh having sex with a, a stripper right by a shady character yeah. who turns out to be the son of a televangelist played by Donald Pleasance, who's Dr. Loomis from sure. Halloween. And then the gymnast ends up being pursued by a, an assassin mm-hmm. uh, who I, I don't even know who that guy was working for. At first, I thought it was Donald Pleasance. I but, don't know. Yeah. But uh, he's played by the uh, Woody Harrelson's dad from Kingpin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I like the part where Donald Pleasance is making the pig noises. The yes, the when uh, I, at the end of the movie, it's established that he is the devil himself. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, which wasn't alluded to at all earlier on in the movie. So yeah, since we brought up American Rickshaw, a movie that I didn't think we were going to talk about today, <laughs> um, I have to point out my review on Letterboxd. Right. Where I said, I think this is the movie that finally pushes me to drop star ratings on here for whatever reason. Okay. And I haven't rated a movie since with a star rating. I'm literally just logging them and posting what I thought or whatever. But I I, I, I do not know how to rate that movie. <laughs> like, it broke my brain trying to decide, is it like a three-star movie? Or No, that makes it sound like it was okay. Yeah. But it's certainly not like a half star movie, even though it maybe it's quality wise on the, yeah. that low end. But uh, so I'm just like I I don't know how to rate this. Uh, I, I gave it I think a two and a half. It's in that range, but yeah. I I'm just like I'm done with star ratings. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'm done with it. Yeah, I guess. How do you really say how you feel with a star rating? I we watch we watch so many like schlocky movies like that that yeah. it's like me giving the same thing to like i don't know like the godfather part three and american <laughs> rickshaw are like yeah. like that I, those two things don't mean the same thing yeah so 
I'm, d- I'm done with them. meeting the movie where it's at. Yeah, you're right, and I I love doing that, and that's mm-hmm. something that we've really come around to. But uh, I can't I can't rate them anymore. I'm done done with ratings. Understood. I'll still give letter grades for the podcast, but that is tricky. Now that I think about it, I never mm-hmm. thought about how a three star can mean a whole lot can, of different things for yeah. a whole lot of different movies or for me, anything really. For me, like a three star is like a bad good movie or yeah. a good bad movie yeah. <laughs> and it's like those two things are different things yeah i mean i kind of don't care i just put a star rating up there and yeah like, whoever sees it do the math uh but where was what was i saying oh yeah you should watch uh green book dan <laughs> no no don't we're not doing this <laughs> we're not going into we're not, the green book we're discussion. Not, we're not doing the green book discourse yet again one of the fairly brothers directed green book and oh really yeah, and, like, and Andrew's been trying to get me to watch it. Is Green Book? A, it's not a comedy. No, well, it's like a dramedy. It's kind of like Driving Miss Daisy. Meets yeah, that's like what's uh, with Vigo and um and Mahershala, Mahershala. Ali, star of Blade twenty twenty four. Yeah, is it though? I don't know when that movie's coming. Yeah, out. I feel like be they've been talking oh, about yeah, it for a while. The strikes happening. Yeah, but even yeah. just, I feel like they've been having like problems it's been pushed back which it, yeah i feel like a lot of marvel films have problems they're yeah. uh like with I, like, like they lose a director or this thing yeah. happens or the writer or this or there's conflict of interest and i read right. something recently that they were scaling back a lot of their stuff too, yeah yeah. Kinda, yeah well they probably should right it's kind of nice the, a little breathing room. probably yeah. getting a little fatigued i think they have they have for to, the last it has couple to be diminishing years. returns we've well, been talking about these, the right? superhero fatigue for like 10 years yeah so i yeah. would assume we're finally actually really there hopefully since yeah but i don't yeah. know how i felt about the last uh, several yeah. marvel yeah. situations i think like, i feel like after uh what do you call it uh avengers endgame yeah people started kind of like uh, that was like the last one i kind of saw if they had just stopped like, there i think yeah. everybody would have been satisfied yeah because they I mean, really did that was really like an amazing feat that they worked towards that but right, all these other films and pieces and things. Because like, I feel like they were all there, like all the movies were there yeah, for the Avengers movies. Absolutely, and that well, was. It feels like that was the last time that they really had a coherent vision for mm-hmm. whatever it is. And right. now it feels like they're having to like cobble something together. They're like, no, 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 we're we got a new thing that we're working <laughs> yeah. towards or whatever. And this like, multiverse, eh, do you? Because, yeah, and a lot of actors left after that, right? Like, there was a little bit of a mass exodus. Like, you don't have... Uh, there's no Captain America. There's no Iron Man. There's no... Yeah. Uh, Scar Jo. She's not... She's dead. Oh, did... Character's did dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, spoiler alert. That's all right. Oh, yeah. Don't have to worry about that. Yeah, we'll put a little... Actually, we don't really put spoiler warnings at the beginning, but, you know, people who if listen to the show... If you didn't know by now... I mean, I mean, if you... If you cared at all about that, you would have seen it because That's they're true. everywhere. That's so true. it's like, which movie did she die in? Black Widow was it her own? No, it was in um Endgame. Endgame? Uh, no, the Infinity War. Oh, the mm. part one. Mm. So wait, is Black Widow a prequel then? I think the it movie is, is a prequel. It is. Yeah. Got it. it okay, is. it takes place like in between. I don't know. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and yeah, okay. Infinity War. <laughs> it's not that important, right? I don't the, care. The jacket that her sister character wears, like Florence Pugh, is the jacket she's wearing in Infinity War. It's like some weird... Something God. like that. They did like okay. this, look at, look what we did. Yeah. yeah. It's a prequel, but there's the same outfit. Mm-hmm. That kind of 
weird thing. But that one's not in the '80s, right? That's no. Wonder Woman that's in the '80s. Right. Yeah. yeah. And and then Give her and Captain Marvel was in the '90s. '90s, which yeah. Is cool. Because they got like no doubt on the soundtrack. Yeah, stuff. they absolutely yeah. Yeah. hole. The yeah. She's wearing a Nine Inch Nails T-shirt. That's right. And um and they've de-aged um Samuel Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Except for they didn't de-age his knees because when he stands up, he's <laughs> very much just like holding on to his yeah. body like i'm older <laughs> but he's supposed to be young it's Nick like uh, pacino and the irishman oh, i've heard that's what's rough <laughs> speaking of de-aging we should yeah. talk about indiana jones and the dial of destiny uh, have you <laughs> yeah, seen that I, yet I, nick twice you've seen it twice uh, okay. first time i did fall asleep that's funny because i almost like i think i did fall asleep and you did you say the same thing dan i dozed off a little bit during the the like tuck tuck chase part of the movie like the yeah. middle portion of the movie I, I missed the entire ending really okay. um not because it was boring i think it's just circumstance yeah okay. a long day and yeah yeah there was some adult beverages involved and, uh-huh. and also i didn't know that i had gotten tickets to a screen x screening mm-hmm. you know about that uh is it's that the, they project onto the sidewalls oh no i haven't seen no, that it's what, ridiculous what theater company uh, is that Regal. Oh, okay. I don't, I'm so, not familiar. I was watching it, and right before I said to the people I was with, I said, hey, the screen and the side walls are the same color. Isn't that weird? Like, it looks like you're in this weird box. There's no sconces on the wall. Because usually there's, like, some mm-hmm. kind of lighting fixture on the side mm-hmm. walls. Yeah. And then they started the trailers, blah, blah, blah. And then there was this, like, trailer for Screen X. And they're, like, talking about, like, the future of cinema or some kind of, you know, dumb thing. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, the image, like wrapped onto the sidewalls <laughs> i was like oh that's weird and then um didn't realize it was also telling us oh you're watching screen x like this the, yeah. the, the film you have paid money for is going to be a screen x thing okay so indie started and it was like you know on my peripheral as well which was just very jarring because yeah. it was only in the action sequences so then it would uh, cut so cut like to like a, you know a quiet moment and it would just go back to regular like you know huh. widescreen hmm. Uh, that sounds distracting. It was yeah. jarring because it was very like it almost gave me motion sickness because mm-hmm. it was like you know that whole opening sequence is a lot of movement and yeah. it was all in that weird yeah. thing. So hmm. I think that also you know coupled with my long day and nine forty p.m. showing yeah. you know some drinks I just was like I'm out. Yeah, and yeah. I slept through like the entire ending until the very last scene. Oh, and wow. I was like oh okay well <laughs> guess yeah. I should see what happened so I went back. Yeah, I think I dozed off. Uh, during the underwater mm-hmm. that's exactly like where the Indo- I felt Antonio like actually, Banderas yeah. stuff mm-hmm. yeah I think I woke up and saw you know basically how the Antonio Banderas storyline wrapped up I think it's similar I yeah. definitely was awake for that but didn't remember how we got there like saw his introduction yeah. didn't see the, all the underwater yeah yeah um, but I also think that movie's kind of long like longer it's than too it needed long. to be it's yeah. too much long. longer than it yeah. needed to be I didn't think it was bad. I didn't have high expectations for it, so in a way it kind of benefited from extremely low expectations. Um, I didn't think it was bad. It was okay. Yeah. It was fine. It was a fine movie. Exactly. Yeah, it was fine. But I will say, since we were talking about the de-aging stuff, Mm -hmm. uh, the de-aging in the beginning, it's okay, I guess. (laughs) It looks... Compared to where some of the some of the horror stories we've yeah. seen. Yeah. Compared to Jeff Bridges and Tron. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Tron Legacy. <laughs> it looks fine at times. Yeah, it looks fine at times, but here's the thing where it fails 
It's whenever he opens his mouth, yes. and he sounds like yes. an 80-year-old. It's weird. Yeah. It's didn't, so like, weird. Do something with that. Yeah. He's definitely like, I am this yeah. Indiana Jones, but I look yeah. like I'm you know, 45. in a museum. Yeah. And you're just like, that is the voice of an 80-year-old <laughs> because man. Because they had all this data to mine to get the de-aging to look pretty yeah. good. Mm-hmm. And I know that there's that you know weird technology for voices as well. Yeah. Because they did it for... Um, his old buddy Mark Hamill in The Mandalorian. Right. Now that they have the young Luke wandering around, they he recorded lines, but they... Or I don't even know if he recorded lines. I think they AI'd it or something. Do they just, it. like, stitch him together from <laughs> they, old... They have so much of him talking that yeah. they can just run it through like his program. And... Isaac Hayes in South Park? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that what they did? On the, For, like, one particular episode. Uh, yeah, the last the last episode where they kill off the chef character mm. after he had a very public exit yes, from South Park. They <laughs> they just completely embarrass his character and they just stitch his lines together and from you know, old I would have expected nothing less from the South right. Park yeah. guys. Yeah. Do you know about Casa Bonita? Yeah, they they bought it. Yeah, it's it's opening soon, I think. Yeah. I, I'm I don't know about this. What is this? Uh well there's that restaurant that like Cartman loves in South Park. Okay. Casa Bonita. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, it was based on a real place. In Colorado, yeah. In Colorado, where they're mm-hmm. from. And it closed, and they bought it and are reopening it. Oh, nice. Like, they renovated it. It's yeah. it, it has, like, famously, like, a pool where, like, people, like, live people dive into the pool from, like, cliff diving almost. Oh, okay. And there's, like, areas that look like like you're in, the like, the jungle. It's, a, it's like a Mexican restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and I guess they got like hired some new chef to kind of like really up the, the food game because I don't know if it was quality before. I think it was just more like more campy. Yeah, I think and like it was like you know like a that kind of a thing. Yeah. But also they uh, they have uh, gone on record that they are not allowing tips for their waiters, but the waiters get paid thirty dollars an hour. Hmm. So it's pretty good. That's good. They're trying to. Yeah. Like, I mean that's that's how like most countries. Yeah on earth do it that's true they don't yeah. they don't do tips they just compensate their employees fairly what a what a concept <laughs> Can you it? yeah yeah we should go to colorado i mean i've never been i've also never been former and future guest uh dustin is from colorado who uh was uh here for the all about the benjamins episode he's from colorado colorado springs yeah interesting uh well were there any more movies dan that you wanted to talk about uh, I mean, I've got, I've watched a lot of stuff recently. Yeah. Uh, so we don't have to go into all of it, but, uh, we may as well touch on Mission Impossible. Yeah. Dead Wreck. Did that. Real quick. Did have you see any Nick, yet, did Nick? you see I have not seen Dead Wreck. But it's, go ahead and talk about it. I don't really have an intention well, to see it. then we can it, talk but... about it just briefly, because we don't yeah. want to I, veer into any kind of All I want to say territory. is that it's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's, cool? it's so good. Okay. Yeah. I saw it twice already. All right, yeah. I saw uh, it last night. I, get it. I have. I'm not. I just. I just. I just don't particularly like Tom Cruise. I get it. Oh yeah, I. I, I get it. But like, I never have. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what film I do like him in. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing's coming to mind. Nothing comes yeah. to mind. Like I want to say like Minority Report or something like that. Maybe. Yeah. Is where I land Another 2002 end. movie. But then again, I haven't seen a lot of his like early stuff either. Like yeah. young 80s Cruise. Yeah. So. Uh, nine, 1999 Tom Cruise is... Uh, Magnolia. Magnolia and mm. Eyes Wide Shut are two movies to check out yep. if you haven't seen them. I, you, He's a I freak for sure. Yeah, I've seen Magnolia. 
But yeah. I think I need to rewatch that because I think at the time it was one of those films that at the time I was like, I don't know if I get this, but I feel like now I would. I was like, oh yeah, I get. It. Uh yeah, Tom Cruise is a freak like <laughs> through and through. He's a w- insanely weird guy, so I get it. Um, but like something about the Mission Impossible movies, like he's just he's a he's like a he's our freak. He's like a freak for us. Freak he for doesn't people. care freak about it. He doesn't care about his body. He'll just do any stunt, yeah. and he just that doesn't. Thing is, the fact that he's just yeah. that's where he's ended up in his career. He's yeah, like, I'll just do the craziest stunts. Because yeah, why not? It's mm-hmm. just ridiculous. Yeah. Some was it? I'm trying to think which movie like kind of turned the franchise into like oh this is where he'll do like the one stunt. I think it was Ghost Protocol. Yeah, the Burj Khalifa. Yeah, yeah. Which and, I like that one a lot. I think that one's underrated. Um. Yeah, the new one's awesome though. Pretty great. It's, yeah, yeah, it's a great movie to see on 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 a big screen too. Yeah. With you know, like I uh, uh, I think I talked about this. Like I could still imagine being a little like uh, gun shy about seeing a super crowded movie. Like mm-hmm. still in the post COVID era, or not post, but you know, like since covid started but like it's an awesome movie to see like with a huge crowd of people mm, yeah and you know yeah. everyone's kind of into fun. it yeah 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 because we we saw it in imax mm-hmm. uh, like at the... the day after it came out so yeah or the it... day like before it proper came out right no it's proper release was on wednesday the 12th oh and we okay. saw it thursday the 13th oh that's right yeah. so um yeah but uh yeah i mean packed theater lot of you know a lot of pop for like the nicole kidman amc ad so clearly <laughs> yeah. like everyone you know it's like a people were theater full of movie nerds people were excited sure. to be there yeah, yeah. which you, i was um, just gonna say you could tell that people were picking up on the all the references uh to the the first film yeah well you and i were for sure uh, do they yeah. reference? uh it's very much uh like i think in conversation with the first movie uh, yeah because it the brings first back great oh i the first ones i love well, the first, the first one, one. yeah I, I definitely saw the first one i feel like yeah. there's a point where i stopped watching them and i feel like i need to go back and kind of pick up where you I can lost, you can like left off you can do one and then just start at four again you can yeah. honestly skip two and three i was well what, three, three is, is three the john woo one or two 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 is the, the john, john woo one yeah. which is i'd say bad but you could if you want to watch it just so I you mean, could say you saw the john woo well, I, mission I impossible movie. yeah so but i don't remember it but it's like if you're saying i can just jump to four I might it's to yeah four. well it, two is for sure the one that has the least impact on the series as yeah. a whole okay. by far because i don't think any characters that are introduced in two return no tandy the... no anthony hopkins yeah no like do Grey scott hey, anthony hopkins is in mission impossible. he's yeah, in mission impossible he's, too he's yeah. like the director yeah uh, oh no so he's only in that one he's oh, only yeah, in say, two i don't remember him in any yeah. of the promo no. stuff from anything from nope. that point on never comes back okay interesting um i mean they could bring him back the way they did with henry Cherney and one yeah. but I, I doubt they will yeah uh three is referenced a little bit in later mission like specifically because fallout the last one i was just gonna say uh the third one introduced simon Pegg, who obviously oh, stuck yeah, around so that's for he... yeah oh right yeah so yeah. introduced simon Pegg, and then also like michelle monaghan is yeah who comes back and that's the six. one who directed that one that's that's jj Abr- Abr- that's right abrams yeah and then brad bird did the fourth and then from then on it was uh christopher mcquarrie 
Mm-hmm. The Q. He's he's the Tom Cruise whisperer. Yeah. He's the mm-hmm. guy that that like knows exactly how to use that weird freak of a man for our now, the, the audience's benefit. Start when he started directing, or was uh, he doing like big well, crazy Well, I would say stunts. the one right before. Right before yeah. That. Which okay. which one did he have to hold his breath underwater for a long time? That was uh, Rogue Nation. Rogue right? Nation. Yeah. But uh, Ghost Protocol. That was the one where he's hanging on the side of the Burj Burj Khalifa. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, and that was supposed to be kind of the Ethan Hunt swan song. So right. that's the way the story goes is that they, because that movie introduces um, Jeremy Renner, mm-hmm. who oh. who kind of comes back a little bit in five, um, but less so. And he's not in six and he's definitely not in seven. Um, he's, he's doing all right. He's, he's, he's getting back. Yeah. yeah he had that life. He had that uh, like snowplow snow accident yeah. or whatever it was. It's crazy. Oh, in real it? life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Life. I was trying to think. Yeah. Wait, what? Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, so for they were going to like kind of hand the franchise over to right. Jeremy Renner. And it was meant to be like a torch passing movie. And then like it did well. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then Tom Cruise is like, nah, that's my franchise. Yeah, I'm like, not I fucking still, doing I got that. This. Yeah. And, yeah. and they've only gotten like better since then too. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's two spy franchises that Renner didn't get a chance to take over. That he <laughs> well, almost the other did. one, the, <laughs> the Born series. Was he supposed to? Well, he had his he own got Born his own. film, yeah, what? Born Legacy, but uh, nobody liked it. Nobody really liked it. Yeah. And then no. Damon came back for a fifth yeah. one. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. it's and, weird when you like when then someone comes back. Yeah, you can't you can't leave a franchise and then come back. That's one like when movie Leto later. came back. Yeah, and, and like kicked Conan out oh, of yeah. the seat. It was like, but <laughs> it's kind of you already said thing. goodbye. Like, yeah, yeah. That's you know, uh, even if they're like asking you to come back, I feel like I would have been like, no. I mean, I said <laughs> I, I ended it. Yeah, we passed yeah. the torch. We signed a contract, yeah. Jay. <laughs> uh, I didn't. I will say I didn't think the Renner one was the Renner born was that bad. I wouldn't say it was good, but never saw it. It was okay. I'll, that I'll was, probably never uh, see it. I don't, I'm not a big Renner head. He's decent at what he does, but I don't. He's not like I don't think he has like that star quality that a lot of these franchises are looking for yeah. or kind of need, yeah. especially if you're coming after a Tom Cruise or after like a yeah. Matt Damon or whatever. Do you do either of you remember the Jeremy Renner app that <laughs> yeah. existed for a yeah. while? I mean, I, I just heard about this. I, I this is brand. I think I heard about it after it had been long defunct. He had his own like social media app, and it was just called Jeremy Renner, or like the <laughs> the Jeremy Renner app or something like that. And it was just like for Renner fans, <laughs> and it was just like this sort of weird version of Instagram. And he would just like post. It was like his own little isolated Instagram for just like his posts. And then people could just like comment on him or whatever. Huh. Uh, and then like he it basically got it basically got bullied into him deleting the yeah. app because people could post stuff in there and the way the like notification system worked, it looked like Jeremy Renner was saying it. <laughs> and so like people would like say like one of the most famous ones was like this guy, Stefan Heck, posted like going to watch porno on my computer this weekend or something and it looks like jeremy renner said it oh boy so he just got kind of like internet bullied into deleting oh. this this weird vanity app that he had i kind of could see how that could become a th- like that could have become a thing for like you know all these other celebrities having their own like 
yeah hub yeah you know not maybe if it was more than just like a scroll feed of photos because obviously they all have their instagram accounts but yeah if it was like fan central kind of weird right. thing clearly like some message like, boards and like yeah some like tech guy pitched it and Jeremy Renner was just like the celeb who said yes, and then it, and then after it after it ended, they were like, "Well, okay, that's they we're asked not like doing a lot those. of A listers. Yeah. They all passed. Right. They got to Renner, and he's like, yeah, sure, <laughs> yeah, I got fans.' Yeah, yeah. Any any other movies anybody wants to bring up before we dive into the movie du jour? I have nothing to say about it, but I did just see uh, Beavis and Butthead do America for the first time. Ah. Oh, wow. Wow. I just, you know, I don't really have anything to say about it. It's kind of, <laughs> it just feels like an extended episode. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah. Uh, I have not seen that movie since theaters. I've seen it a few times. I like it. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't love it. I, But, yeah. Yeah. I remember Bruce Willis was in Bruce, it, right? Bruce and mm-hmm. Demi. And Demi. Yeah. That's right. Uh. Yeah, I so that's that's, that's, a that. lot. that's the other thing I watched relatively recently. Yeah, well, let's let's get into the Blade Two talk. Uh, who saw this movie in theaters? Oh, hell yeah, I definitely did. It I was, did. Yeah, I saw it. It was op- a big deal, I think. Yeah, yeah, uh, I saw it opening night. Yeah, yeah, same. I probably either opening night or the Saturday thereafter. Yeah, you know, the I next probably day. did too. Um, uh, my recollection is not strong on it, but yeah. It was definitely one that I was excited to go see. Oh, yeah. I was jacked for yeah. it. Yeah, I saw it in a double feature with my dad after we'd already seen Sorority Boys. <laughs> and, like, probably, we saw Sorority Boys probably at, like, 8.30, and then Blade, I think, was starting at, like, 10.30 or, like, 11 o'clock. So it was, like, a late night showing. And I remember the crowd was into it. It was a packed house. And it was, As they should be. It was Blade a cool, was awesome. Yeah, it was a cool uh, screening. It somehow seems like a different time in movie going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like this, like that energy, and it was probably before you know you didn't. There was no assigned seats, so oh yeah, you just would like you'd get there early and you'd run to get the good seats. And it yeah, was just like yeah, I remember my dad was like notoriously like not on time for like picking me up to go to a movie <laughs> so we would always have to sit in the front row especially oh. at the theater that we would go to at that time which was crowded on a friday night so yeah. we would always have to sit in, like the front three rows shitty seats yeah yeah and uh yeah i remember being up front for blade two Ooh, yeah those are those the kind of action movies are real tough in the front of a couple yeah of yeah it's, it's a lot happening it's like watching that indiana jones thing yeah <laughs> right <laughs> But still had a had an amazing time the first time I saw it, mm-hmm. and I wasn't at the time wasn't even a huge Blade One guy. Like I thought the first one was pretty good, so I don't think I don't I, even know if I had seen Blade One. Yeah, I just thought Blade Two looked cool and I wanted to go. Yeah, yeah, I just uh, was like, oh, it's out and it looks like could be good, and it exceeded my expectations. Blade Two, mm-hmm. even at the time, and you know, I think still holds up. Yeah, my dad was a big fan of Blade One, mm-hmm. so it was a movie that I had like watched at home on DVD quite yeah. a few times. Um, so yeah, we're pretty excited for two, and uh, we went opening weekend for sure. Don't remember if it was Friday night or Saturday. Um, yeah, had a blast. So it could have been the 22nd or the 23rd of march that you saw this right yeah. one of the two yeah uh 
Yeah, and uh, so you hadn't seen the first Blade, Nick. Yeah, I don't believe that I had seen it. I, I think it was something I went back and watched at yeah. some point, but... Um, well, it's funny because you don't really need to. This yeah, movie recaps I mean, the first movie yeah. in like the first couple of minutes. It's yeah, great, yeah, really actually. quickly. There was not, like, uh, yeah, not only does it give you like a quick recap of like who Blade is and kind of what happened in the first movie, but it totally like retcons, like it adjusts the ending of the first Blade, which mm-hmm. is what the stuff with Whistler. Yeah, because Whistler uh, dies. Oh, yeah. See, I, I don't remember uh, that. But. And. In the second one, they say that he was captured by vampires. Yeah, yeah. The the and the in, and the whole intro is just exposition mm-hmm. from the original, like talking about the original yeah. like narration, which I thought was a little funny. Like the narration is <laughs> a little strange, but <laughs> it, but it hey, is, it helped because I was just like, I don't know what happened in the other yeah. thing. It is a little funny, but it kind of to me gave it made it feel like a like an old tv show kind of it, did, it does yeah, have that. like a like Vibe. a 70s yeah. tv show or something like rockford files or something yeah but uh uh yeah oh but it opens with like the the villain at that blood bank yeah luke goss yeah mm-hmm. and then okay. it uh cuts to the expository stuff it was funny to watch it because i watched blade and blade 2 like in the same sitting Mm-hmm. Like I watched Blade One, maybe yeah. went up to go to the bathroom and grab something to drink, and then I sat down and watched Blade Two, like all mm-hmm. in one night. And uh, it was funny to watch all that exposition, <laughs> exposition for a movie I literally just, just watched. watched. Yeah, yeah. And, they <laughs> and even... then it also changed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just made up a different ending for the first movie. Uh, I mean, I'll say tonally, it's a little different too. Yeah, from it one for sure is. Um, and I, I like both. To varying mm-hmm. degrees, but uh, I, I I prefer kind of w- what Guillermo del Toro yeah is doing in Blade uh, Two yeah. to Stephen Norrington. I I agree. One. Yeah. Um, it definitely feels like he's got a a better grasp on like some of the like creature horror oh, elements, which is his whole thing. That's yeah. his yeah. thing, and it's like I, that's like why you would mm-hmm. want him to do a Blade movie, I would think, and he you know obviously does it pretty well well mm-hmm. that nomad design is incredible yeah like, that's such a cool yeah like i think that was probably my favorite thing initially after seeing it the first time thinking like that was yeah. just such a cool monster human vampire thing designed like it was just really interesting mm-hmm. yeah a the, different take on it the reaper the reaper yeah i think that that's probably the reason that most people consider blade 2 the the best of the series right is the maybe the creature design and the the kind of mood and atmosphere mythology is interesting yeah. yeah and it's still like funny too oh, like, I, a I lot of it's a lot of good jokes you know? yeah yeah uh, a lot of like good wesley snipes stuff like with the uh catch the, like, the oakley's well that and then like when he's got when he's got his gun pointed at ron perlman and you just see the laser and then he like smiles uh-huh. oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that stuff's good yeah <laughs> Wesley Snipes, cool dude. Oh, Wesley Snipes is great. Yeah. yeah, it made me it made me want Wesley Snipes to be like a movie star again, even yeah. though that's probably not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, He's I know been popping up in some things, but it's not it's not gonna be that. It's never gonna be that again. That, yeah, like, Demolition Man kind of era. Yeah, yeah. I know Snipes was a big deal for a long time, but I feel like we we never really got to see like all the full range of things that no, probably he could not. Do. He has so much charisma. Like, yeah. 
even even playing like a character that is muted i guess would be maybe the way i'd describe yeah. blade like he doesn't have like full range of human emotions he's very he's like a bit more quiet stoic, yeah. and stoic yeah. yeah but he still has those moments like anytime he gets to like crack a joke or whatever mm-hmm. or, like even just flash a smile like wesley snipes nails it you know mm-hmm. yeah and that's why i, I mean, not that mahershaw Ali's not a good actor but like that's why i'm skeptical about another blade is because like how are you gonna pull off that balance yeah I mean, yeah they may not even try they may yeah. just go their own mcu Approach. version yeah i mean if he's gonna be part of if the new blade is gonna be part of the mcu it's probably gonna be pretty different than the you know the other the snipes blade series so he's gonna be like even quippier even quippier <laughs> actually yeah you know <laughs> they yeah. fly now they Where... fly now <laughs> Every every character has to be like a smartass. Well, I, yeah, that's that's my fear. Like the Whistler character is my favorite character in the Blade movies, mm-hmm. and like he's gonna be so obnoxious in the Marvel version. Oh, <laughs> it's gonna be so irritating. Assuming they even include, him. yeah, if they, they even might do. just do some other, yeah, you know, just drop him into a story. It's yeah. just like I love that Whistler is just this old, clearly like old country dude that just calls people like shitbird and mm-hmm. stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <And> he's, <laughs> Toad Boy, perfect, yeah. uh, perfect casting. Yeah, oh yeah, Chris Christopherson's like who would they even? Who would be the right, like tonally the right guy? I mean, now, if they were to, you Chris know, Chris Christopherson. Yeah, yeah. yeah if they were to cast somebody the right way, they do like kind of an older actor, like. Yeah maybe like mcconaughey or something like that but uh, bridges or bridges yeah but if they were to just do what you know they feel like they go like somebody steve, that's kind steve of like Carell. like a ryan reynolds type <laughs> yeah like a, yeah ryan reynolds is like the mcu version of <laughs> like sarcastic old yeah guy, or, well, not old but you know what i mean yeah hmm. just a very snarky uh that is interesting we haven't heard pretty much much of anything at this point about that about the new play it's gonna be nothing yeah just that it was announced i feel like i've heard anything his voice was in a end credits thing Ah. oh like they teased blade already already one of the other something oh really yeah but it was just his voice ant-man maybe or something no it was eternals oh Oh, interesting it was one of the it was like the mid credits got it yeah yeah you just hear his voice for a second uh well it can't be Ryan Reynolds because he's in Blade Trinity. Well yeah I didn't I didn't necessarily movie. mean a I know. Ryan Reynolds but like a Ryan Reynolds type like a like a quippy you yeah, know, I, I know, I know somebody that would say things like uh, did I just say that out loud <laughs> I think I just threw up in my mouth <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah uh like that kind of humor yeah. but uh it's gonna leave a mark yeah <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> God. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> this reminds me, sorry for another tangent, but yeah. I, there's, I didn't really care for this show, Workaholics on Comedy Central. Uh, you know that show? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the writers of that show had like this giant whiteboard full of comedy tropes that they were not allowed to ever use. And it was just all stuff like that. Like, yeah, like awkward yeah. and stuff like that. And it's, and there's, there's like screenshots of it online. And it's very funny to look at all of those tropes that, you, yeah. <laughs> that existed. Like, yeah. you know, like major comedies. I think I did see that. Actually. It's pretty funny. It's, yeah. like, uh, it's funnier and more interesting to me than any 
workaholics episode. <laughs> like hard pass. Like yeah. That. Yeah. 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 Just all those things. <laughs> yeah. Things that you've heard a million times. Yeah. But uh yeah. Whistler in the, you know, Wesley Snipes universe is a I think a very funny character. Yeah. Great Abraham character. Whistler. Yeah. Cause uh the first thing he says in Blade Two, uh Snipes or Blade says, uh, "How are you doing?" And he says, oh, "I feel like hammered shit." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they'll never have he that. He has the in best no. one-liners. Yeah, and it's Chris Christopherson. Yeah, yeah, who's yeah. one of the all-time coolest guys. Yeah, uh, and I still remember from the very first time I saw it, uh, his uh, his line when he's kind of uh, squaring off with. A, think it's ron perlman and he says like uh do your worst chicken shit we'll settle up after (laughs) (laughs) always love that line yeah uh but yeah this uh this is a good one it's got a big cast this movie it does does. yeah yeah uh well just like a quick elevator pitch of the plot like so blade who is a, a day walker he's part human part vampire has all the the strengths of vampires, but none of their weaknesses. Uh, pretty early on in this movie, the Vampire Nation offers him a, a truce, so they'll help the va- right. he'll help the Vampire Nation take down an even greater villain, which are the the Reapers. Yes, yeah. Which it sounds like they would, you know, unless stopped, would very quickly take over the world. Right, as it's told to Blade, the the objective of the Reapers is to wipe out all the humans and all the vampires. Right, and just like a mass genocide. So, in order to take down the Reapers, Blade teams up with like this uh, commando unit the called the, the Blood the Pack. Blood Pack. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so this Donnie is where Yen. we can talk about yeah, some right. of those uh, some of those actors. This cast, a lot of cool people in the Blood Pack. Yeah, Donnie Yen, Ron Perlman, obviously. Yeah, uh, Vince from the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to realize why uh, I recognize that. Playing uh, Matt Chupa. Schultz. Yeah, Matt Schultz. Chupa, Chupa? Chupa. is that his character yeah. name? Yeah. yeah. Who else is in the Blood Pack? Uh, a character named Verlaine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't really remember anyone else. No. Any, any other names? I mean, I remember the characters. I guess. Yeah. Donnie Yen's character's name is Snowman? Snowman, yeah. yeah. He doesn't really, he doesn't speak, right? He's like a mute or something like that. Like, I read up, I read something about him just yeah. like, just being like silent. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Donnie Yen was also like one of the fight choreographers of the movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think like. Ah, and it shows. That's, the fight choreography's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how did everybody feel about the effects <sighs> in this movie? they're showing their age yeah yeah i think they're showing their age but, but i'm starting to kind of like i that yeah. stuff like yeah. the like the kind of digital double stuff in the fights was yeah. the kind of most obvious i could get past kind of like the bad like like effects animation where mm-hmm. it was like you know like when things would like burn through their bodies yeah like it kind of looks a little faky but yeah but the the fight choreography choreography stuff is pretty noticeable but, like when they're all kind of like rubbery and yeah, wiggly, like, like weird, yeah. like you know, digital double stuff. Yeah. But I'm starting to like appreciate it in the sense that it reminds me of like in older films that like all of a sudden there'd be yeah. a stop motion character amongst the live action, but you're supposed to believe it as real. Right. So it kind of has that same kind of vibe to it in a weird way now. Yeah. In a in a yeah, yeah way, I actually get you know, exactly what you're saying. Where it moves wrong, uh, but it's like supposed to in be believable. Robocop. Exactly. Yeah. Or like in like Evil Dead sure that kind of thing yeah 
uh yeah yeah that's kind of an inter- that is an interesting way to look at it um but the uh the vampires bursting into flames in this movie looks significantly better than it did in blade one i thought uh i mean yeah it doesn't look great but it's an improvement so he was using the same because again i've I've seen blade one once yeah i don't remember anything it's this it's a similar like bullety thing yeah yeah like like sparks almost yeah i but i do think like the effects improve just a little bit from one to two um well that makes sense i mean there's four four years yeah uh but i think they've gotten a little more um uh, they've learned to cut around it a little bit better because they don't linger on the that for very long. Like the the editing, I think works well, pretty in, well. In Blade One, it almost feels like they're like, look how cutting yeah. edge we are. <laughs> like there's like the they probably thing, were. Yeah, because yeah, there's like long takes, like wide shots, like Blade just chopping vampires up. Well, and, and there's a bullet time scene one year before the Matrix. Yeah, in Blade year, One, with Stephen yeah. Dorff. Yeah, yeah, bullets are headed right towards Deacon Frost. Mm-hmm. Huh. Uh, so I mean, at the time, Blade One probably had pretty great special effects. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that they're. I mean, because there's some effects-heavy movies that come out later in 2002, like mm-hmm. your Spider-Man, your yeah, Star Wars, and Lord of the Rings later in the year. Mm-hmm. Um. Obviously, those movies probably had a lot more of a budget than Blade Two even had. Probably. And then, and the, the effects companies they were working with, it's like you know, yeah top tier mm-hmm. um but yeah they're fine like yeah i i never was like really taken out of the movie i definitely noticed like you said the digital doubles a mm-hmm. lot that's the most obvious thing that you kind of yeah focus on um yeah humans are always gonna yeah. be the di- more, most difficult thing i mean even in indiana jones there's a scene where he's like running on the train oh yeah and i, I noticed i'm like that's not a real person at all <laughs> yeah, like, no <laughs> like yeah. i could see that from a mile away um yeah it was like when he jumped over yeah yeah train. it was real yeah. noticeable i was like hey, what but this is 2023 i'm like why can't yeah. you just put some clip of a real guy that's like shrink it yeah. down and just like Green put him on guy, yeah something. doesn't he, yeah. you know that's like quality. yeah uh but even uh spider-man in o2 moves pretty similar to blade i bet yeah yeah i haven't rewatched mm. it because i'm just sort of waiting for our for the episode episode yeah but um um i you know maybe it's just because i uh had watched a little bit of blade one and then blade two uh but i thought the effects looked pretty good you know in comparison I think there it has better moments than others. There's times yeah. where I was like, "Ooh, this is a little rough," but uh, but it never really took me out of it. No, like no, I still had I a good time yeah. all the way through. Yeah, and I think they put most of their focus on the, the Reaper stuff. Like, yeah, all that stuff, that stuff always looked, that looked great. Yeah, I think there was obviously some practical happening, but like the digital stuff looked really good. So I yeah, there there they put the money just... over there. They're like, yeah, this we have to sell this. If we can't get this right, then it's not worth doing. Mm. Yeah, like yeah, there was like some. Well, he was mostly practical, but some digital assistance, like probably with the tongue action. Yeah. And the autopsy scene, Oof, I think, is so good. probably like, maybe, I don't know if it's the best scene in the movie, but it might be the most like Guillermo del Toro Absolutely. scene in the movie. He loves an autopsy. Yeah. <laughs> it just it reminds me of like in, which I guess the next, was his next film was Hellboy, right? 
Like, yeah. Did he just basically yeah. Hellboy two years right later? Yeah. Yeah. Hellboy was out four. Yeah. Uh, which I've actually never seen the first Hellboy. Really? What? Yeah. What? You didn't see that with me in theaters? No, I don't think so. I've never. I've. I maybe saw a little bit of it on basic cable once, but huh. I've never seen the whole thing. I saw the Golden Army in theaters with uh, you, Dan. I've seen that, both. So the first, the first one, I think, I think you would enjoy. I think it, it's, it feels very similar to this film in, a, yeah. in tonally, like, yeah. and visually, like they, you can tell it's the same director. Yeah, yeah. Um, and same. And there's like an autopsy scene in that, like the same mm-hmm. kind of vibe where it's like. I haven't seen Hellboy in a long time. Yeah. Maybe do for a rewatch. And same like concept artist, right? Probably. Yeah. I'm assuming at that point it was the same yeah. Yeah. creature designers and things. Well, it's funny too because um, Scud wears a BPRD T-shirt in mm-hmm. Blade Two. Oh, which is a Hellboy Which is their reference. Like, organization, yeah. So yeah. I, I th- I'm assuming at that point either he knew he was going to be making Hellboy or was like, just, I'm a big, huge fan. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Maybe That's I'm cool. like trying yeah. to get that gig. Yeah. yeah He's I mean, like it... the proto MCU. He's like really starting is. his his own little, he was like starting his own little version <laughs> yeah. of it. GCU. Sure. <laughs> Guillermo. Cinematic Universe. <laughs> so like Hellboy's in like Mimic or whatever in 1998. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd watch that. Devil's yeah. Backbone. <laughs> Which who's that big red guy? <laughs> <laughs> so what? Uh, what are uh, some of your some of our favorite scenes? Maybe from like early on in in Blade Two that that stood out to us. I liked that opening. I liked that, that uh-huh. kind of like you know, it wasn't really a cold open per se because it does deal with the the villain, the main villain, but just yeah. kind of really sets the tone early on of like what this world is yeah um it's like super seedy there's like mm-hmm. cats running around and yeah. bug zappers yeah and then like you know the doctors i just did in air, qu- air quotes but in the doctors, Prague, right yeah well, yeah um that are actually vampires who are just like you know mm-hmm. taking people's blood um with yeah. that weird finger thing it's like syringes <laughs> yeah, yeah. on fingers what yeah. i think is like the uh-huh. most useless device but <laughs> just such you know such a weird yeah tonally it's like okay we're setting up that this is like this weird yeah, it Del Toro kind of strange. It really does set world. it apart yeah. right away from the f- the first one, Which, like in terms of just like aesthetics, and yeah, the cin- style. yeah, cinematography, lighting, all that good stuff. Yeah, and 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 also the I love that they don't outright show what's happening with this character. They kind of like yeah. from behind kind of show it or like uh-huh. shadow on the wall kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. So it's a kind of a cool little tease, and right? Then to drop into like the title sequence. Yeah yeah and then like he just opens up his mouth and then it cuts to the uh basically like the theme song like the intro <laughs> the music's pretty great too <laughs> uh like so, yeah i so weird it, that's and... another uh marco beltrami mm-hmm. uh score who we just talked about when we did resident evil well, i mean he did that's, hellboy that's his guy yeah. he yeah. did yeah. mimic also right yeah, yeah. And, then uh, he, and then i think that might have been the last one he did though was hellboy because he comes in after that it's like Danny Elfman does um, Golden Army. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. So, okay. It kind of he starts huh. going all over the place after that, but yeah. But yeah, the yeah the theme to this or the intro song kind of had a little bit of a like it was obviously very like electronic at first, but then it had just almost a little bit of funk to it, yeah. which made are there horns in there? Yeah, like it's almost like Bond horns. Or yeah, like which that. kind of added to that feel like it was like a like an old TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, Dan, had said the first one kind of reminded you of Shaft, right? Yeah, yeah. It's got a little Shaft to yeah. it, like a 70s <laughs> like black exploitation element to yeah. it, um, which is fun. Yeah. Um, I, I I think that 
this if this movie tried to pack that in, it might be too many things going on as oh, the, much. You played two, you mean? Played two, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. It might be like one too many like elements, too many, right. too many ingredients. But uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, the first the first one does have that, and this movie a little bit, but yeah. not 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 nearly to the degree that the first one does. Right. Um, I think my favorite part early in the movie is like when he when they're like walking into the club. And he like kind of like sighs or whatever, like like yeah. he's like, oh, not again. <laughs> <laughs> that part's yeah. pretty good. I don't know. A lot of the humor is really what kind of stuck out to me this time. Like it made me laugh a lot more than I expected. To. Yeah, a lot of these early films of this kind of era have this techno goth mm-hmm. scene. Yeah, the Matrix had yeah. it. Oh yeah, yeah. The Blade films like. Yeah, that that's a little heavier, I think, in the first Blade than it is in the second one. But yeah. the, it's still like it's still there in the DNA a little bit yeah. for this one because uh, I did read an interview that Del Toro did really like the first Blade, oh, yeah, but well, still wanted to like take it in his own sure. direction. Because um, this, yeah, the second one is more like kind of delves into more gothic horror mm-hmm. a little bit than the first one, which is more his thing. Yeah, the first one's more like has more like techno goth club aesthetic yeah i mean yeah. and that movie takes place in la too. yeah the first which one. for years and years and years i probably would have told you that that was a new york movie and yeah. then i rewatched it and i'm like this is all downtown la yeah and like Chinatown. Just, yeah, I yeah. That. yeah yeah which is actually my favorite thing i think about the first blade is just kind of him driving around la and yeah yeah kind of like how the best thing about shaft is shaft walking around new york yeah, it's just uh, it's him and his element. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Do they ever outright say that where they're supposed to be? Like no, I was trying to, I was looking for that and I couldn't. In Blade two. One, uh, they usually like start off with a Did little have a little thing. Thing. Well, they say that uh, the opening is in Prague. Okay. And I think at the end they so say at like some point Moscow. Moved, they move their operation to Europe. Yeah. Very <laughs> like a different chapter. Yeah. yeah. And, and and I mean potentially because they were trying to find Whistler? Yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. So makes sense. Kinda. It starts out with Blade trying to find Whistler yeah. because he knows he's still alive even though in... I, th- I think more than anything it's like clear that it's just kind of a soft reboot for the franchise right. yeah. in a way where they're like, "Oh, four years, no one no one will care anymore. We got yeah. we got to start fresh with this thing or whatever." Yeah, Whistler didn't shoot himself. Yeah, he one hundred percent shoots himself in the first movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, because he gets bitten. Oh, so that's and he's just like so know, he rather would than rather turn. yeah he, then rather than turn he'd just just shoot himself. Huh? Um, so that happens in the first one, but they ignore that in the second one. <laughs> very, very much so. Probably because he was such a fan favorite or tested well, and or he's like able to like get it out of him pretty quickly. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that works, but. Yeah. <laughs> I was a little confused by that actually. Like, what did they? What did he have to do? Like to like. Well, well, in the first one, they introduce a serum. Ah, uh, yeah. Developed for that virus and Boucher, right? Yeah. Um, but I can't, yeah, but that begs the question: If they had that serum in the first one, why didn't they give him that serum in the first one? <laughs> right. I don't know. But yeah, anyhow, uh, yeah, they kind of flush the vampire out of Whistler. Yeah, it's like. Kicking like kicking a drug or something. Yeah. Exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of drug, I liked that there was a, a one scene where like a vampire is like snorting a powdered blood. Yeah. 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 Like it's yeah. the new the hot new drug on the street. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was, that was yeah. Some of that stuff's funny. Like, yeah. It's but, silly. like kind of a cool idea. Yeah. Like, 
kind of tonally works like even mm-hmm. just like how we were just referencing that was like kicking a, a you know a drug mm-hmm. so yeah it's like yeah. it's treating vampirism like yeah this cool like well and it, it, it establishes their thing. whole like underworld their like club underworld club you know bizarre but. yeah yeah <laughs> the damasquinos uh, yeah <laughs> um thomas kretchman right <laughs> Uh, he's also a villain in Indiana Jones Style of Destiny in what scene he's the like Nazi interrogator oh at the in beginning the, in the beginning of the oh, movie okay. yeah. oh, there you go there you go yeah I was like watching we were watching Blade 2 and I was like hey that guy was in Indiana Jones mm-hmm. we just watched the night before or whatever nice yeah so oh yeah they're they're doing the the blood cocaine at the house of pain right is that what you were talking about like the club scene yeah. 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 Uh, just... That's a pretty cool section of the movie. Yeah. The whole House of Pain yeah. stuff. Because that's where we lose a lot of characters. A lot of the blood pack oh, yeah. gets dispensed of. That's where we lose Downey Yen. We do. Yeah. I think the only ones that really survive are like Ron Perlman and Vince from Fast and the Furious, right? Well, yeah. and Verlaine and her, I forget the boyfriend, the big guy. Because he gets oh, bit, yeah. but he's hiding it. Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, but he's got right. that. There's like that little reaper, like little person reaper. Yeah, which I couldn't right. figure out what was going on with his back. Like, like there was like something protruding through his right. back. I don't know what that was. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think they. I don't think it's obvious. It's just yeah. a thing. Yeah, which I kind of like that. Yeah, because it feels like oh, there's clearly like a deeper lore yeah. to this movie, but we're They're not going to bog it down. Than, yeah. yeah. Which is pretty cool that they're yeah. like, yeah, there's more to it, but we're not going to. Well, yeah, because like if I feel like if, <laughs> if maybe if they made this movie today, this movie yeah. would be like two and a half hours long for some reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Verging it into three. every little yeah. like detail. And yeah. it's like, no, you don't need to. Yeah. <laughs> like you can make this a cool, fun time yeah. of the movies for 90 yeah. minutes. Because, yeah, if I had any quibbles about the like this movie and the first one, it it would just be that there's maybe one too many like exposition dumps. Uh, but if it were to come out today, that would be It'd like, be, yeah, that would worse. extend the runtime by like 50 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And then there would be characters that were like, Oh, they're only introducing this character because they're going to have their own movie. Like yeah, in right. two years, um, Which is, you know, probably what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the whole has to pain like middle section of the movie is is really cool um and then uh trying to think what else early on in the movie is like a a really awesome scene well i liked that fight that has a lot of that digital double thing Mm -hmm. but it's like how the two characters come in like assassins and are all like stealthy oh yeah where they really quiet and they have like those weird like goggle glasses that can see like you know i think i does it block out light because they're vampires because it turns on those like big lights yeah, and they like kind of like the the iris like gets real tight. Mm-hmm. Those were cool. Yeah, it's so they could sneak in in the event that they uh, bust out like a UV. Exactly, because yeah, he's yeah. using the yeah right. They call him like the daylight something or other. Yeah, um, that like UV bomb. You, right, yeah, that they use and it. then um, and then and it's then it's revealed to us that that's this girl that says like her dad is like the leader of the vampires. Damaskinos. Yeah. 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 And then her brother is uh, Luke Goss. Luke Goss. Nomad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nomad. But she didn't know this, or she did know this? That, I don't that's think... a little unclear. Because he kind of says something like, 
reveals that he like created him mm-hmm. because he's got all those like test tube like yeah. embryo things. Yeah, because uh, Damas Damaskinos, mm-hmm. he was trying to create like a like a superior vampire race, right? Mm-hmm. And that and that's what that's created Nomag exactly. Uh, that's why he's like, uh, oops. But I'm not really sure if uh, he knew his sister. Because yeah, she seemed surprised that yeah. they were related. So I'm not really sure how that all worked out. Unless when that happened when he was a lot younger, maybe. One, th- I'm jumping ahead a little bit. But yeah. One thing I've always liked about this movie, like even going back to the first time I saw it, mm-hmm. is I always liked that you kind of go on a little bit of a ride with Nomak specifically. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, obviously, he's like the bad guy. Yeah. And then, and then he's like kind of... A sympathetic character yeah, for like so, a huh? portion of the movie again yeah. and then kind of transitions back into just mm-hmm. being like a villain yeah. at the end but I, I do like that you kind of are kind of all over the place with his character right. like that scene where he's like running down that like hallway or whatever to like go fuck up the vampire council guys yeah it's pretty good right uh because like yeah blade is operating under the impression that uh uh he luke goss what's the character name again nomac nomac yeah is his agenda is to wipe out all the humans and all the vampires but that's not really the case right like that was just something that damaskinos kind of well i think they were saying that not so much that they wanted to but just Uh the that's where the way that they the pandemic they need to because they need to feed like every single day it's not like vampires where they can go some period of time yeah. without without having blood. So like they they're saying that they gotta like feed all the time. Yeah. So they're constantly going after people and turning them and then the next one's turning them. It's because they have to eat it's like a virus, essentially. Yeah, yeah. So that's why they wanna stop it, is because it's gonna spread and just everybody will be yeah, eventually a reaper. So. Right. But I also kinda read it that Damaskinos was also just expecting that Nomak was gonna come back for revenge at some point. And yeah, wanted him probably. Just kind of taken care of. Kind of saying, yeah. like, think. I mean, like, he's pissed that uh, yeah. he made him this thing. Right. Yeah. It's right. interesting. Luke Goss plays a brother to a sister character in Hell- Hellboy Golden Army. Is he yeah, I, yeah, I, I do remember him he's being the prince. Hellboy. So there's the prince uh, and the princess. Okay. They're like twins. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of a similar movie in that way because she goes with the good guys yeah. and he's the bad guy. So it's yeah. very much the same kind of story. Yeah, I haven't seen the Hellboy Golden Army since theaters. Same. Yeah, I guess I'll have to go back and watch uh, Hellboy. Yeah, I'd say yeah. do it. Yeah, it's a good one. Hellboy, that's the Mister Movie film. Remember that? <laughs> Hellboy. That, that is a very obscure reference. That's the. Uh, do you remember Mister Movie Phone? Oh yeah, I mean that was uh, the only way to get tickets. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or to know where movies were playing. Yeah. There were just certain movies that he... Hello, and welcome to Movie Phone. <laughs> yeah. A he service said... of... <laughs> he said titles in very funny ways sometimes, and one of them was Hellboy. He Hellboy. Like, Hellboy. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's uh, like, it feels like a million years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I just remember, he, you know, he would also tell you where certain theaters were located, and there's one theater that we would frequent, uh, the art theater in Long Beach, and he would say that it was on Sherry Avenue <laughs> instead of Cherry Avenue. I can't remember. Could we? Could you actually buy the tickets that way, or was it just to hear them show time? I think you just got showtime, right? Show well, and then it transitioned into well, like a some, hub, some point, like yeah. Fandango or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
that's yeah, that's but great. yeah, I mean, God, I so many memories of calling movie phone. Oh yeah, seven 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 three four five six. Wow, I wouldn't have remembered that. Seven 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 film. Yeah, right? yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Um, For Blade Two, press one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I also remember that Blade Two at the time had an alternate title. It was called Blade Blood Hunt. Does anybody remember that? No, never. Yeah. that. Huh. Yeah, like you'd see it sometimes in local listings as Blade Blood Hunt. Don't remember Weird, that yeah. at all. That's for people who didn't realize there was a part one four years earlier. Yeah. Like, there's a, there's a first one? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, uh, this is, again, like, this is going towards the end of the movie, but the, uh, the big showdown with uh, the Crystal Method song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Name of the game. yeah truly iconic yeah, yeah. No, I, I mentioned earlier the soundtrack was pretty i remember have, uh, really being into the soundtrack i had it on yeah. cd and it played in my car a lot yeah yeah it was kind of like a little hip-hop a little techno yeah like most deaf has a song i think yeah and uh that the the name of the game that song was everywhere yeah, in 2002 the name of the game yeah yeah uh that song, I want to say, was used in probably like three movie trailers in two thousand two. Easily, yeah, and yeah. Other, like commercials. Um, but that scene, you know, the big showdown with that song playing, just brought the house down in my theater when I saw it. And yeah. he catches the sunglasses at the end yeah. of the fight. <laughs> yeah, uh, because that is after his uh, uh, his blood had been kind of drained. Right. Oh kinda, yeah, that was yeah. weird too. That thing with like the, like he's laying on that yeah. like operating table and like the things pierce through him. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly. I almost got confused for a second because I just watched Blade One yesterday. I was like, wait, was that Blade One or Blade Two? But yeah, that's Blade Two, and then he has to. Blade Two's got the more I would say like iconic moments in the series. Like, yeah, it's got it's got a little more style to the fight scenes. Definitely. Like a little little bit more personality injected mm-hmm. into them like i don't know like just those kind of like little moments like that and stuff yeah for sure it's it's like really built to be a crowd pleaser the way mm-hmm. you're describing yeah. so and the the one-liners just hit at the right exact right moment <laughs> yeah because yeah. Uh, yeah i would say maybe the most iconic scene to me anyway from the first first one is the uh the opening is the the nightclub blood sprinkler mm-hmm. scene like that's the scene i always think of from the first one i think of like the donald logan uh um uh, steven dorf stuff yeah like in that like right before the end oh like, yeah. when they're like in that like circular room or whatever right. yeah that's that's kind of what i think of donald logan's great in blade he one. is great in blade one yeah uh, I just like him in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, a, always, he's a. Whenever he's a, shows up in something, I'm very. I'm happy. Pleased. Yeah. He's so, he's pretty great in Blade One. Yeah, I, I guess I that's like why Dorf he's too. in. Uh, he they, that's why he's in what we do in the shadows, the TV show. Oh, mm. he's in that. He, I didn't he, know he, that. He shows up as himself. Mm. Um, one <laughs> really? of the one of the things on that show is that they make reference to people who have played vampires, and <laughs> vampire <laughs> films funny. are actually yeah. vampires. Got it. So it's not their character; it's the actor. I've been okay. told I should watch that show. It's that fun. It's good. 
Yeah. The first first season or two is is really strong. Nice. Um, later ones are like not as much, but they're still fun to watch. Just tonally and like the characters are so much mm. fun to watch. But yeah, they, they he's definitely in it as a as a vampire in a in an episode or two. Nice. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Donalo Ken Narlo from Napa. Ken Narlo from Napa. That's his Zodiac character. Have you ever uh, seen Zodiac? No, I haven't. I, I, well, oh, no, that's I have, one no, for wait. the list. I have seen Zodiac. The movie. Yeah, The yeah. Fincher. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw it in San Francisco. Oh, cool. Which oh. is where it takes place, yeah. right? So, yeah. And I remember I remember very specifically, like, the theater marquee saying, like, he could be in there with you right now. <laughs> like, that was, like, their whole thing. Like, they were, like, really playing up the San Francisco-ness of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I forgot he was in that. We I haven't seen that in years, either, so. We recently watched this, uh, like, 70s B-movie that's, like, real bad uh called the zodiac killer right that was what it was called the zodiac killer yeah uh i mean it's fun bad but charming but charming yeah Yeah. and um it was just made by like these dudes not like filmmakers really um starring not real actors uh and it was made like in the middle of zodiac's like real run or whatever you want to call it like his streak of murders and uh so like it gets some details right, like the ones that already happened, but then it also does conjecture and <laughs> like has all these crazy yeah. <laughs> kills that then nothing ever happened like yeah. that. And um, the the filmmaker, I guess, wanted to catch Zodiac so bad that they like held the premiere at the like theater. that it was like that theater where like Brian Cox's character is in zodiac one right that yeah. famous theater uh-huh. in san francisco i forget what i'm yeah. losing some details they they held the premiere there in san francisco and they gave out like a survey card to everyone in the theater that's like if the zodiac killer was real why do you think he killed or not if the zodiac killer was real <laughs> but it was like why do you think the zodiac killer killed those people and then they had a handwriting expert analyze all oh the responses gosh. like during the movie in the hopes that Zodiac was there. full of so yeah. much hubris that he like came to the premiere. Yeah. Can you imagine though? Uh, yeah. If that had maybe happened, that had been how it went down. That would have been if if that That's was how the movie Zodiac want to watch. If that yeah. was how Zodiac was caught, they would have made like an Argo style movie about yeah, it. 100%. <laughs> like, yeah. You won't believe this true story, you know. That'd be wild, but that that's a fun movie. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A fun movie. Like Zodiac, like dumps this old woman into like a trunk and just like <laughs> stomps on the trunk. Like it's yeah. just this total like shitty exploitation. Yeah, uh, like seventies B movie, and it's just like can you imagine that that was really how Zodiac killed people? <laughs> yeah, you can get it on Blu-ray. Yeah, you can. I'll check. Probably it out. looks great. Yeah, too. yeah. I mean, it did look. We watched it on Blu-ray. Did we watch it on yeah. Blu-ray? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it looks as good as that movie probably will ever look. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one more super quick Donald Logue tangent before we sure. veer back onto Blade 2. Dan, do you remember the TV show Knights of Prosperity? Yeah. That's all I had to say. Okay. <laughs> yeah, do you remember Do you remember uh, Grounded for Life? I for sure remember Grounded for Life. And but then, Knights of Prosperity, I feel like, was a little more obscure. Yeah, no one remembers that. And then My was, intro to him was Jimmy the Cab Driver on MTV. 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Interstitials. Uh-huh. I love yeah, that guy. I love that character yeah. so much. Yeah, because he was just so weird. Yeah, that's my Donald. Yeah, nice. And then there was that show uh, Terriers that only had one season on AMC. I don't and think people I know really one. liked it. Hmm. What's it called? Terriers, like the like dogs. A dog. Yeah. Now. Huh. Yeah. 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 It had like one season. People really liked it. It was one. It's one of those shows that gets, you know, like canceled too soon. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. listicles or whatever on the right. internet. Yeah. 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 I, I haven't seen it personally, so I can't vouch for that. But I do yeah. know people personally that really liked it. Nice. Uh, I I just brought up Knights of Prosperity because I was thinking about that show the other day. That's a show all about a group of criminals that try to rob Mick Jagger. <laughs> yeah, that's God, like I what know. it's about. It's been a long time since Weird. I thought yeah. about it. That that was on like when we were in like high school, right? I think like maybe two thousand six or seven. Right after, then. yeah, yeah. But anyhow, yeah, Donald Logue, who was in Blade One. Good actor. Which had a sequel made called Blade, Blade 2. Blade 2. Yeah. Well, He's yeah. done that one. Did he die in the first one? He did. Yeah. Because uh, otherwise yeah. I would have been like, it would have been a no-brainer yeah. to bring him back. He's great. He he dies like, or he gets like, he, he dies like early in Blade and then he's like sort of brought back. Yeah, like, he can regenerate. Yeah, yeah. and he's like half formed <laughs> later in the movie it's pretty cool like, there's some I feel like stuff. i do need to watch it it's right? like kind of a running joke with the character is that he keeps getting yeah like kind of uh-huh. killed but he whatever body part blade chops off gets regenerated yeah uh, um, got it that that to me is like the funniest or the most fun yeah. stuff in blade one um, yeah although I, I i did enjoy it in general yeah I, I think blade one is pretty fun but some of the the dubious cgi the 90s cgi is hard to <laughs> look past like the uh uh when the vampires get stabbed with the serum and they bubble up red yeah yeah that's pretty bad now the the blob guy is pretty good in that though uh i'm i can't remember the name of the blob guy character but i I know that character is a like from the blade comics yeah 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 and it, it very much like reminds reminded me of like the like Todd McFarlane kind mm-hmm. of like spawn. grotesque spawn yeah. kind of yeah comic book look right it. yeah which doesn't like that's not something that Blade Two really has no not really, no, not really. yeah nothing too like exaggerated mm-hmm. like the, the monsters but nothing like it's got the creature effects but yeah yeah, nothing, yeah. yeah. but it, it's not like a really a heightened reality beyond the existence of vampires yeah yeah uh were, were there any scenes that we didn't touch on that we we didn't really, really... talk much about scud oh we gotta talk about scud <laughs> toke of the smoke b toke of the smoke I, I, that, I remember being mildly annoyed with his character the uh-huh. first time i saw it and feeling equally annoyed this time on yeah yeah just the kind of like hey b like that kind of like <laughs> yeah like, yeah. i don't know what that character is what it, the choices are old. there it, yeah very quickly old. and like kind of his like weird like hey old man to like yeah Whistler. yeah like, like fuck Whistler, you whistler is the coolest i would have knocked that movie. guy out so yeah. fast if i was whistler and said be like you know yeah. he's done we're, we're getting rid of him blade yeah don't you dare disrespect whistler yeah <laughs> walking on sunshine toad boy yeah <laughs> <laughs> he has like a weird apparatus too where he like hangs from the ceiling to work on stuff yeah yeah he's just a strange uh, it's a strange character 
I will say I completely forgot about his double cross. Yeah. Like watching it again, I was yeah. like, God, I haven't seen this in years. And I'm like, oh, I didn't yeah. see that coming. And you I know, I, about I, it. I actually, yeah. yeah, I actually never did forget about that because that's like one of the things I remember about Blade 2 is that scene where he, it's revealed that, uh, that Scud's a familiar. Yeah. And then the blade like instantly already was onto him. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, that's, classic which is just i want to say one of the first times i ever saw a movie where it had like uh like a double double cross in one scene like that uh which (laughs) i just thought was super cool and yeah it's really well done everybody in the theater applauded when scud blew up (laughs) yeah or how about like the that thing in the back of uh ron perlman's head head. he's like like, it's a dud he's like it wasn't a dud yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah explodes him too yeah uh yeah, Ron Perlman, who plays Reinhardt. Yeah, uh, Ron Perlman. Yeah. Racist guy. Yeah, uh, I didn't, when I was a kid, I didn't catch that he had, like, neo-Nazi undertones. Yeah, I mean, that's probably us being, uh, being like, 14. 14-year-old 14 yeah. white kids that we yeah. just didn't really pick up on that. But, yeah, I mean, then, like, Whistler so. calling him, like, Adolf and stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot more uh, obvious yeah. on this yeah. you know? on this viewing. Ron, yeah, Reinhardt, yeah. Um, what was the you you mentioned earlier when we were, we were getting ready for this? The, there's like a racist, yeah, joke. That, oh that yeah, might yeah. Have been Wesley Snipes is doing. Yeah. Uh, so early on, when uh, Reinhardt, who's Ron Perlman's yeah. character, is introduced, uh, his character obviously hates Blade because right. he's been killing vampires for years. Um, uh, says uh, to Blade, uh, what does he say? Like, hey, Blade, can you blush? Oh, something yes, like that yes 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 yeah I did, i've always heard that yeah but that's just always felt so weird yeah yeah and then uh right before blade kills reinhardt he says that back to him can yeah. you blush and then he chops him in half yeah yeah so the imdb trivia thing just says the scene where reinhardt who based his character on a neo-nazi asks if blade asks blade if he can blush is based on a real incident that Wesley Snipes experienced. Snipes requested this be inserted into the movie to add to the antagonism between the characters. Huh, yeah. Crazy. So, I mean, obviously a, oh, a bummer. Uh, right. Something like that had to happen yeah. to inspire it. But yeah, it does, it does really like instantly. I love that instantly they're just like <laughs> hate each other yeah. and they're yeah. right at each other's throats. And it does as a viewer kind of make you really like dislike him yeah yeah because it was like there's the you kind of want to like him because it's ron perlman yeah and he's like you know kind of like a quippy you know badassy kind yeah. of if he were just guy but yeah that kind of makes you instantly kind of like sour on him because yeah like, yeah this is like that's eh, not right if you were just guys. surly ron perlman you would like him too yeah. much yeah yeah. yeah yeah but he's clearly a racist asshole <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah right. And he even has lines about like, like, uh, uh, like pure, pure breed vampires and stuff. Like lines that you know, when I was a kid, I didn't really catch the the Nazi stuff. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Ron Perlman, and then he gets uh, cut in half at the end of the movie. Oh, that's right. Oh yeah, because Scud <laughs> blows up from the thing. That's because he's holding that thing when he says, "Yeah, Ron Perlman." He doesn't actually blow up from. Doesn't the thing. die. In that's that scene. right. Yeah, it's a split. there's like a little showdown at the end. Yeah. Uh, well, first, like Ron Perlman's got uh, 
uh, Whistler held captive. Right. Uh, and then he's about to kill Whistler, but then Blade escapes from that blood chamber, and then they have a, a fight, and then Blade chops him in half. It's just how it should be. Yeah, it's all coming back to me, because I, wa- I didn't watch this movie super recently. I watched it about a week ago. Yeah. Great movie, Blade 2. Mm-hmm. Had a great time. Absolutely is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what uh, what else happens at the end of the movie? So we talked about uh, name of the game. The well, he has a showdown with um, oh, Nomak. 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 Yeah, yeah. And then, well, Nomak fights his dad, right? That's what happens. Uh, there's they have, there's a fight there, I think. Damaskinos. The, the... Uh, after there's like a scene where we learn what his motive is. Right. Uh. He runs away from Nomak. Like, I think Nomak shows up and Nomak chases him. And then uh, Nomak corners him and then kills him. That's right. That's yeah. Right. And, and then that's when the, the Blade Nomak thing happens, right? Yeah. After Nomak bites uh, her. Nasia? Yes. Something like that. Nissa. Nissa. Yeah. Nissa. Right. Nissa. Yeah. What do I know that actress from? I don't think I know her from too much. I looked her up. I, yeah, I looked her up and didn't see recognize anything yeah. super familiar. It was um, what was it? It might have been one thing. Uh, but hey, she has the whole. Speaking of Marvel, mm-hmm. Infinity War, she basically does the little turn to dust thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's Early right. Version of it. Yeah. I mean, this is technically one of the first Marvel films. It's yeah. A, you know, the Marvel character. Yeah, because, like, around this time, what, we had Blade in 98. um, Yeah, they have said that Blade is, like, the first Marvel movie. Because Blade made, like, quite a bit of money, like $150 million or something like that. Mm -hmm. It was a hit, for sure. Uh, Spoiler, so was this. This Yeah, I mean, I I remember that for sure, that this was a hit. But, yeah, I'm sure the box office success of this movie gave uh guillermo an opportunity to do uh like hellboy and then some other more like personal projects just because this was such a yeah huge... it earned him some clout, yeah which i mean obviously if he throws the like hellboy reference onto uh norman Reedus, <clears throat> yeah that yeah probably was at the forefront of his mind like yeah. oh i can make a hellboy movie because now i'm in with the people who have the rights to these properties and stuff yeah. like that. Although that was at a time when different companies owned rights. Cause like Hellboy was a Sony movie, right? Pretty sure. Yeah. And this was a new line mm-hmm. cinema movie. So like yeah. Mar- all the Marvel movies were all held in different by different companies and stuff like that up until basically the MCU. Dark Horse. So I don't know if that's, Oh, is, is it? Is it? Okay. Is it related to Marvel? Or is it oh, no, no, no. I think it might be you a might be right. There's no, yeah. there's no Marvel logo? I don't logo? think there is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm trying to see what, uh, if he had already had that in the works. Yeah. Uh, while you're looking that up, another tangent. Uh, I'm a big fan of the New Line logo. One of my favorite logos. And I love that the it's got the, the red glow mm-hmm. for the Blade series. The New yeah. Line logo is great. Yeah. It kind of comes in. One of the classic. One of the classic logos. Yeah. Probably just because it was, like you know. Dumb and Dumber. Before all of, like, my childhood favorites. Yeah. Like, movies that I've seen well, not a lot to, of times. 
not to oh. mention the, <laughs> yeah. the elephant in the room. But, oh yeah, um, no, let's yeah, but it absolutely. Is the intro logo to the film Surf Ninjas, of right. which I was a, one of the lead actors. Yeah, you were a big uh, part of celebrating yeah. thirty years this year. That's awesome. Oh yeah. man, it's, yeah, it is thirty years. That's right. But you'll, uh, you'll so I've to, seen that logo a lot. You'll a have lot, to talk lot. about uh, what plans you might have for the thirtieth anniversary. Yeah, uh, it's all up to me. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. So, yeah, but um, yeah. but the new line logo is pretty solid. Oh yeah, the, yeah. Like I can hear the sound. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a bummer that new line doesn't exist anymore. It's a big bummer. It, it's it's officially just gone because uh, uh, all the all the rights are just oh, they got folded into Warner, Warner Brothers. Brothers. Yeah. Well, that's and the then... check I got today. The six dollars. Oh, oh okay. It came from Warner's and it was for Surf Ninjas stuff. So. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, they have the rights to most of that. Yeah. Just crazy. Is it on Max? Surf Ninjas on Max? It's nowhere. Really? really? It doesn't stream anywhere. Huh. You can watch it in full on YouTube. Someone just has it. Man. Huh. Uploaded. And it's not It's not on Blu-ray. It's not on Blu-ray. Yeah. It but definitely was released on DVD. It's on DVD. That's the thing I've noticed yeah. of these movies that folded into Warners. Apparently Warners is like a pain in the ass to work with. Yeah. With this yeah. kind of stuff. Um, a lot of like... Like, I know people who work for, like, Shout Factory and things like that, like, who just say, like, we don't have a Warner's deal. They just, yeah. don't, want, they just don't want to do it for some reason. Yeah. Huh. Which is really strange. Because they've is... got a lot, a huge catalog oh, yeah. of things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're releasing a good amount of stuff this year because it's the, like, 100th anniversary. The Warner 100th anniversary. Uh, so they have a bunch mm-hmm. of, like, anniversary editions and stuff that are coming out. Like Interesting. Yeah. Um, hmm. That sucks. Yeah. It sucks because, like a lot of those boutique labels and stuff want to put out yeah. so much yeah, more yeah. stuff than they get to and they just like they they aren't aren't yeah. able to acquire the rights because i could see like shout putting out surf ninjas or, well that's the thing yeah. is the guy that i know was saying that he's tried several times and they're just yeah like, but it's uh, what i think is odd is that they're not doing anything with it yeah all, they just sit all. on it like, yeah like a lot of these hmm. these properties they just kind of just like they're there but they're not thinking about them yeah but they don't want to like let anybody do anything with them it's just a, it's a very odd yeah i don't quite understand the, the game they're playing there but it sucks yeah yeah uh were there any recent um releases of the tmnt movies on blu-ray like uh like the nine not that ones? i can remember i want those were definitely new line yeah well. those are for yeah. sure yeah yeah and hmm. yeah i'm actually not sure if they're on Blu-ray. They're on Blu-ray. They're on Blu-ray. Oh, okay. There's like a, a three pack. I remember. Yeah, because um, you yeah, think they, whoever... would, they would have to be those. Those mm. I would think. Yeah, that'd be a no-brainer. Because you think whoever put that out could put out Surf Ninjas. Yeah. 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 Okay. So the TMNT movies are on Max mm. right now. That being said, that's a large franchise. Yeah, so true. it would be odd if it wasn't. Yeah. They, yeah. they know the money that they can make and, and you're right that. like i mean obviously you would know but like surf ninjas is nowhere you can't no. even rent it yeah, Damn. it's in the ether i i've got the dvd in the house <laughs> yeah and i had the, the vhs when i was a kid yeah yeah it's a movie i've seen a lot of times yeah uh with tone loke <laughs> with tone loke he, was... he was doing a lot in that time period yeah, he popped up in a, in a significant amount of things. Yeah, it was a couple of years before Heat. Yeah, he, oh yeah, he's in Heat. Yeah. He's a uh, he did a lot of voice work. I mean, how could you not with that voice? Right. But, yeah, um, yeah. Baby's kids. Ace Ventura. Fern Gully. Yeah. Or wait, not Ace Ventura, right? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's in, in the first Ace Ventura. Yeah, yeah. 
I believe yeah. he has a he's in like poetic justice. I think he's got a scene or two or something. I'm not I've never seen that movie, but yeah, I kind of want to. Mm. Yeah, I've never seen poetic justice. Tupac and Janet Jackson. That's gotta yeah. be a great film. I was Is listening. it John Singleton? Yeah, that's uh, Singleton. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it's probably pretty good. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening to Barbara Ann by the Beach Boys the other day. Oh, I yeah. bought a surf ninja. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, a lot of people only know it from that. Like, I, I, our age for, people, yeah. For many years, my main reference was that version of it, the Barbaran. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Classic. That yeah. Was, uh, the whole... <laughs> I remember the theater I saw that movie at, uh, which is no longer around. R.I.P. Yeah, it's the, in uh, it's in Lakewood. The Lakewood Pacific Theater. Lakewood uh, Regency. Regency, mm. yeah, oh, which okay. is now a uh, twenty-four hour fitness. Oh yeah, that was the one where we saw like uh, in the name of the king. Yeah, or like DOA or something. We Some, definitely like, saw in the video name of the game king movie. There. We saw multiple Uwe Boll movies there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Blade Two. But yeah, circling back to Blade yeah. Two, <laughs> tangent-filled episode. Uh, yeah, should we move on to final thoughts, or are there any like? I'm trying to think if there's any scenes that we kind of glossed over. Uh, I don't think. That, I mean, yeah. I mean, we hit on most the club stuff. stuff it, the autopsy, the fight yeah. at the end. I'm trying to think. How, I'm trying to remember how we got from like the autopsy. Oh no! The, well, we didn't talk about all the stuff in the in like the sewers with the with the UV bombs. Yeah, that and all that. that. I mean, those were pretty. I remember thinking that was just the coolest idea. Like in my brain, I was like, "That's such a great idea." <laughs> These like little time bomb things that yeah, just shoot light, but it's enough to like disintegrate a vampire. There was a funny. Uh, well, I don't know how funny it is if you're one of the crew members. Like <laughs> no, trivia yeah. fact. Did you I did see. That? I did see this, but yeah, you should uh, read it. Let's see. Let me find it here. This is during the autopsy scene. Over 30 members of the cast and crew were temporarily blinded by the misuse of UV lights in the vampire oh, autopsy no. scene. <laughs> in the autopsy scene? Yeah. Did they do a thing in that one? I'm trying to remember. Are they like testing out the UV? I, I don't really remember specifically how it yeah. was used. But yeah, I do remember like bright lights in that scene. So. But yeah, they have that whole fight there and that's when they get captured. Mm. Right. Yeah, because like the... Uh the house of pain like the club scene and then you know the ensuing sewer scene like that's a pretty big chunk of the movie it's like right in the middle and it's like half hour i think of the movie it's kind of a movie of like just a couple really big set pieces yeah yeah not like, a lot of other details happen it's just yeah like, yeah which the set up the, the club you know the fight and the, the sewer thing and then the fight at the end i mean I, yeah. I, I love a blockbuster like that like i mean yeah. i know this is not a summer blockbuster but it was you know march so right. spring blockbuster mm-hmm. uh i love i love a good movie that just knows exactly what it wants to be right. yeah like you were saying earlier didn't he didn't need to explain every yeah. little thing and like yeah. take yeah. all this extra time it just moves at a good pace and just kind of intrig- gets it done intrigues yeah. you with lore but doesn't bog you down mm-hmm. with it right because it's just like a just like a cool like men on a mission or men and women on a mission movie like kind of like yeah. 30 dozen yeah basically. it's totally like that um just tight and to the point and all the little care i love a, a family of characters where it's like yeah each member of that the blood pack has its own mm-hmm. visual and like you know there's the you know the quiet 
Asian guy and then the mm-hmm. cool bob haircut little girl with like her ginormous boyfriend who <laughs> yeah. has like a hammer like a giant thor hammer Chupa. and like face tattoos yeah like, right like, and there was like another guy too he had like the guy that he gets his head cut off his brain chopped right the, the guy that they do the autopsy no they don't do the autopsy on him they do the they, they do the reaper, autopsy but they do the guy where it's like his head sliced up open and he's like still blinking yeah which is uh uh, Vince from Fast and Furious, right? Matt Schultz. Matt Chupa. Schultz. Chupa. I think that's... No, it's a different guy. Oh, okay. Assad? Yeah, I think so. This guy? The guy that... Uh, no. He, I don't him. think he was... He, he wasn't... Oh, he was He was on the team with... Uh, he was a vampire. Oh, okay. But he okay. was a blood pack. He was like... He, he was and, um, from the Vampire in. Nation. He and Nissa come in to, as the assassins yeah. in the beginning. To give the... Uh, the, the treaty, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not chupa. Chupa, which means to suck. Ah, look at that. <laughs> I'm clearly on the IMDb trivia page. They should have called Blade Trinity Chupa, because it sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about uh, that character, the callback character for the like final scene? That like kind of squirrely guy with like. Long hair, oh, he's bald. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He's like that's in like good. The, like the strip club at the end. You he's thought like, really, it like for... he's getting all set up to like yeah. see a stripper that he's gonna like murder, but in it's blade. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just you punches through the thing, or like you didn't think I forgot him. about you, did you? Or whatever he says. <laughs> didn't he just yeah. like stab through his head through the glass, and that's the last shot? Yeah, through through his like eye or his head, right? Just go straight. Like, yeah, it's a yeah. Profile, Which is a real head. cool last shot for <laughs> yeah. a movie. Yeah. Cue the techno music. Yeah. They really just don't make them like that anymore. Just like super violent, R-rated pulpy fairly short comic book movies right well we yeah. can only hope that the new blade i mean maybe we'll have some of that yeah <laughs> i think Hopefully. it's time for the mcu to start playing with that kind of like getting you know maybe some r movies and some of this yeah and some of that and like they let they have been dabbling in genre but yeah i think they could go if at this point anything's game it's like right. they're just playing because so. i feel like when they do r-rated movies it's like they're like it's super obvious and it's like deadpool and logan where they're like oh let's have them say fuck a lot <laughs> right and yeah. uh you know it's not just like a straightforward violent right. genre movie so this feels like a, an imdb error but uh-huh. i think it's worth talking about briefly uh but carl roden is in this movie Mm-hmm. Carl Roden is like the uh, the like accountant or whatever for Demoskinos. Oh yeah, 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 uh-huh. yeah, yeah. that guy. Yeah, who's... Um, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So anyway, um, I, I'm on Carl Roden's IMDb, and it <laughs> mm-hmm. says uh, known for you know like the different categories, and, and the third one is stunts, and I'm like, what was Carl Roden like a stuntman early mm-hmm. in his life or something like that? Yeah. And uh, I click it. And it has him listed, uh, again, this could be an IMDb error, or maybe yeah. someone submitted this just goofing around. Yeah. It has him listed as the action director for Blade 2025. What? Isn't that weird? That can't be true, no, right? that can't be true. That guy? The guy yeah. from, like, 15 minutes? Carl Roden, yeah. Uh, from, like, Hellboy also. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, he just always plays, like, a squirrely European yeah. dude. Side note, he is very dubbed in this movie by an Englishman. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know, you know, you know what he sounds like from 
yeah like from 15 minutes yeah, yeah. and other stuff and yeah he sounds very english in this movie yeah well anyway he's apparently in charge of all the stunts for <laughs> 2020 so maybe that's why it's taking a little long to get off the ground like yeah I'm trying to teach carl roden how to do a stunt first and then yeah and then he's gonna do the rest of the movie yeah uh well should we move on to final judgments let's do it yeah uh well this this i think i was looking at like a list of my like favorite comic book movies and i think this is like up there this might be my like up there with my favorite comic book movies yeah um and just wish that they were made like this nowadays just like to the point super violent lots of f-bombs not uh not winking in any way really yeah um i'm gonna i'm gonna go a minus for this movie uh-huh. I, I was thinking about b plus but the more we were talking about it the more i realized that this is just a movie that i come back to every so often and i'm like i have a good time with this mm-hmm. uh i'm i i'm b plus yeah but it's a high b plus yeah um it is definitely one of my favorite comic book movies um it's a movie I haven't watched in a long time mm-hmm. until recently, and uh, I had a great time rewatching it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a movie I'd love. They just put Blade out on 4K last year. I'd love for them to give this one the same treatment. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a it's a great time. Uh, it's a it's a fun little blend of like. The stuff Guillermo del Toro sensibilities with his creature stuff and his like gothic horror elements and uh, and just kind of like pulpy action, uh, goofy dance music. <laughs> um, it, it's very much a movie that feels of its time, yeah. but not in a way that feels dated. It, <laughs> yeah. it, it 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 definitely made me like nostalgic and made me like wish that I could kind of go back to when like a movie like this was just released in march or whatever and mm-hmm. i'm like, like I don't know, that sounds so fun yeah um yeah great time b plus uh third favorite movie of 2002 so far for me not bad yeah i think that's that's mine too yeah i think i'm a, a b plus as well yeah um but it is close to an a minus like i said i got this is the choice that i knew as soon as i heard about the podcast i was like yeah this is the one i want to do um like you mentioned a second ago that uh it's a nostalgia thing i think more than anything for me um mm-hmm. just came out at a certain very specific time in my life i you know i was just out of college and um you know that's like you're now you're just an adult just figuring out the world yeah and um and it just seemed it was really cool it was just a good merge of just like the aesthetics of that era and filmmaking being weird and um, yeah. effects not quite there yet but still mm-hmm. kind of interesting and you could see, you could see where we were going to go yeah. um definitely my first um intro to del toro um and i i don't think i realized that he was you know, like didn't know who he was until a bit later mm-hmm. but probably when hellboy came out and realized oh i put the two and two together like, this is mm-hmm. the same guy and because it feels tonally similar like i mentioned and it's like so i was like okay i think i like this director then because these two movies back to back i really enjoy yeah. um so yeah it uh probably one of my favorite comic book movies too i always forget that it's a comic book movie because it yeah. doesn't really feel like it's not it's like it's like, like it's not like a superhero superhero but um yeah i liked there's this weird era like the late 90s into the early 2000s where it's like the movies that were considered comic book movies were just 
weird for better yeah. or for worse like i really like tank girl oh yeah and it's like it's, it's nothing like the comic i mean uh-huh. it's bare bare minimum relation to the comic but like it's just like I just, something about that movie just hits for me has a lot of personality yeah, yeah. And, and, and a lot of like just charm it's just yeah. you know and they you could tell they were just having fun and making this weird thing yeah um and blade kind of blade 2 kind of feels like that to me too because it doesn't feel like there's like heavy studio influence or like yeah. Marvel wasn't really a studio. So they weren't like planning things. It just kind of felt like they're like, yeah, sure. This is a yeah. weird thing that we have. Go for it. Like have a good time. And so, and I think that they did. And um, yeah, I'm glad that uh, I had a, a reason, not that there's really a reason to rewatch it. Cause I, yeah. I probably would have eventually anyway, cause I do own it on, on Blu-ray, but I was like, I waited, I waited, yeah. I waited a couple of years yeah, because you... I'm not, not going to watch it until... You threw your hat in the ring for this one yep. a Early. long time ago, like 2021. I'm not going to watch it until my time comes. I don't know when it's yeah. coming. And then I, and it's funny that you when you when you um, messaged me about it a couple of weeks ago or whenever it was, I, I was thinking, I was like, I wonder I wonder if they're getting close. And, yeah, I mean... And, it, here, and here you are. Yeah, so. I was wondering if you thought we like forgot about it or no, like I, skipped I, you, but uh, I just, it just I, takes In my us brain, forever. I was like, oh, yeah. How long have they been doing it? They might be getting close to, yeah. And I didn't know it was March, so yeah, March. Yeah. You're, you're th- you guys are three months in. It's funny all the to people. Two thousand two. All the people I talk to that I mean, it makes it sound like this happens all the time, but occasionally I'll talk to someone about the podcast and they'll like say like, "Oh, I got to do X movie or whatever." And I'm like, that movie doesn't come out until, like, November. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you in a few years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're even still friends by then. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah like, I, I know somebody who really wants to do Spider-Man, and who knows when we'll get to that. I know it's a May movie, but... Yeah, it seems not that far yeah. away, but in actuality. Yeah, still some March. Yeah. Do, do you guys have a... Do you have, like, a total? Like, do you know what the total is you're trying to get through for... 2002 i i don't have a number. we're just trying to do them all yeah 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 we'll yeah wonder, it'll be interesting it'll be interesting to see what the total is when we're done that's right because there are about. some yeah. there are some that we have kind of like disqualified that are or are like fringy ones uh-huh. where it's like you know maybe we don't have to do that like harrison's flowers was a movie that we had debated whether or not yeah. we'd even do hmm. and then we ultimately just decided <laughs> to do it so i feel like that we'll probably yeah lean towards just doing it because it's I, close but. i feel like a movie like that we talked about for a long time just kind of folding it into an episode with a more well-known movie but we ultimately just decided to do <laughs> a harrison's flowers episode great app yeah. check it out check it out check yeah. out harrison's flowers and you know what i'm happy we did yeah I'm happy i we, guess yeah we had more to say about that movie than i expected yeah it's not one of the worst things we watched definitely yeah. not yeah. What, what would, do you have a worst uh like, what is the one where you're just like oh this movie well for me so far so far so far is uh dragonfly with kevin costner is a fucking piece of shit <laughs> uh dan uh rollerball yeah, I mean rollerball is uh, bad, but uh, I mean it's got some laughs for yeah. sure. But I think it's it's um it's a it's pretty bad shit. I think <laughs> yeah. There there's some real stinkers in 2002 yeah. that we have, we haven't got to like the Master of Disguise. Oh, <laughs> is 
gonna be an interesting one. Yeah. I mean, Sorority Boys. Literally, our next proper episode is probably going to be like a bottom ten, <laughs> bottom five, even contender. Yeah, it could be one of the worst movies we watched the whole project. Yeah, we've wow. watched some bad ones. Uh, I'm trying to think, uh, Slackers was a bad one. Slackers yeah. is real bad. Yeah, Devin uh, Sawa. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, pretty soon we're going to be wrapping up with March, and then we'll be moving on to April. And if you want, we'll show you the April list. And if you hey, I, I if you're down to come back, yeah, absolutely. Now that now that I got the Blade Two out of the way, yeah, 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 I'm sure there's something else in there. There, there's some. I don't know about good stuff in April, but stuff that's worth talking about for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it's, it's like the whole thing of our show. Well, yeah. I don't yeah. know if it's good but yeah, it's no, worth talking about definitely, <laughs> yeah yeah we're going back in there's time there's things to say about yeah. almost everything yeah. yeah we got like uh jason x that month and scorpion king oh. and my big fat greek wedding uh well that oh did we uh guess yeah tomato? so i think i told you this that we guessed the rotten tomato score mm, for, okay. for blade two yeah uh, so this involves you kind of thinking about like, oh, what did critics think about this at the time? Like, was it well reviewed? Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I could go first if you want. Yeah, go for it. Uh, I do remember Roger Ebert gave it a pretty positive review, like maybe a three and a half. Three and a half out of four. Yeah. But I feel like I read other reviews that were a little more critical of the you know like the character development and stuff like that um i feel like it was maybe on the lower side but still positive i think i'll say like 65 okay do you have a yeah i was somewhere in a 73 yeah kind of thing i feel like it's probably way more of a fan like received it well more more so than um critics yeah um for just you know the, the usual reasons yeah um, be it being like a comic book movie or like a kind of maybe a little too goofy for you know yeah. people who are actually critiquing but um yeah i'm gonna say like 73 yeah well i had this spoiled for me uh-huh. well i accidentally just saw it uh not like it, someone told me like on the streets or something yeah uh-huh. um so I, I I won't guess, but what I will say is it did surprise me a little bit, but I think that's mostly because my frame of reference for like movie criticism, film criticism at the time is Roger Ebert because we right. watched his show yeah. all the time, yeah. and he was like the guy, yeah. and he yeah. gave it three and a half out of four. So in my head, I thought like, oh, people liked Blade Two, and mm-hmm. and it you know it's not like a terrible score, uh, or whatever but uh 57 percent so it's a little low i didn't think it would be that low yeah i thought it would at least be positive yeah i guess i don't know i guess that makes sort of a little sense that it maybe critics went into it thinking that it would be kind of similar to uh devil's backbone which he just did the year before oh yeah Mm -hmm. sure which is a little more like high art sure this is more of a kind of cartoony um, yeah it's Del Toro. This is one of his American films. Chronos in it. When he yeah. does his American big budget films. They're more yeah. like that. 
it's like yeah. to make it like Pacific Rim and stuff like that. Yeah, well, like Mimic is not was not particularly no. well received. That's either, true, right? Yeah, and I, I didn't even think Del Toro liked that either, right? Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. he, I think he, he wasn't pleased with the favorites. outcome. But I think there was a director's cut maybe that he approved of a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, should we guess the cinema score? Sure. Move on. Yeah, uh, real quick, yeah. Well, I look this up. Would you like to explain to Nick what the cinema score is? Yes, so, please. Cinema score is on opening weekend, I believe, at different theaters around the country. Like audiences are randomly polled exiting <laughs> the theater, and so the cinema score—it's a letter grade system. It's like D D through A or whatever. I don't th- I don't think I've ever seen an F. Although I guess an F can exist. Um. Yeah. Yeah. F F's definitely have, have existed. So it's just standard grading scale. Um. And yeah. So it's just random audiences from around the country. Um. What I'll say to kind of prep you for it is that, given that this is like an opening weekend audience, mm-hmm. it skews high because it's people that wanted to be there. Right. For the okay. most part. Um. So like some you can like. We did we did an episode where we did a bunch of 2002 movies before we decided yeah. to you know make this part of our show, and like there's some real bad movies that are like bees in cinema oh. score because you're just like well, what idiot went to go see that movie and it's right. like well the kind of person that would they give this movie a bee it, yeah. yeah, um so I'm with that said I'm just gonna say a minus. Yeah. I think it's a crowd pleaser. I was thinking A minus too. Um, maybe just because it's maybe not an A because it's like kind of gross, sort of. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll I'll go with A minus. I'll say like a like a straight A, just straight A. a. So I I've done this quite a few times, so I know that when I uh, search can't type the cinema in. score. Yeah. yeah uh, I can put in like a couple letters. Yeah. Uh, because it autofills, so I just put in B L A, um, and the first thing that popped up was Black Adam, ah. which got a B plus. Yeah. Okay. So see, there you have it. Yeah. There you go. So that's, <laughs> that's a perfect movie example that, of a movie that I don't think anybody. Movie I liked. thought everybody hated. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So let's see. B L A D E. Blade Two received a B plus. Criminally right. low. Yeah. Although, I mean, that's what I gave it. So, yeah. You know. Blade 1 got an A-. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, what about Blade guys, Trinity? So... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Blade Trinity received a B plus. Same score. Fucking stupid. Wow. Blade Dumb Runner people. 2049. <laughs> received... Oh, do you want to guess? B minus? A minus. Oh, interesting. What if figure people... Like your general audience, yeah, but I feel like it. people would have been like, "Oh, new Ryan Gosling sci-fi movie," and then it's like slower than they yeah. would have expected or whatever. I don't know. All right, I, we don't have to do all movies with the word "blade" in the title. No, we don't have to. <laughs> and this already. What about Blades of Glory? Oh, A minus B. Mm. That kind of makes yeah. sense. Uh, well, I think that's all we got for this that's episode. All we got. For Blade cool. Two, uh, did you? We do plugs sometime at the end. Anything you want to plug that you got going on? In theory, I'll be doing a, a Surf Ninjas anniversary screening. Nice. Um, I, I might be doing it Vidiots that just opened. Oh, oh Vidiots cool. is cool. I've been wanting to yeah, go. So, yeah. So um, I'm almost certain I'm doing it with them. And, cool. Um, 
um, and more than likely I will be in, in it in attendance for a Q&A. Nice. We got to go. Yeah. Yeah, and absolutely. We, and, we and tentatively, go. we're doing it on the actual anniversary, which is August 20th, and it's a Sunday. Awesome. So I don't oh, know cool. what time of the day, but so far, that's what we're, we're, where we're leaning, but it could change. Mm-hmm. We're a couple months out, but um, but I guess keep your eyes peeled yeah. Yeah. for that. Um, Do you got an Instagram? Where yeah, people can yeah. Follow, uh, follow if you on? follow me uh, uh, on Instagram at undeadguy, U-N-D-E-A-D-G-U-Y undead guy um most of the stuff i do will be posted there so cool but yeah very cool at least that screening is probably happening maybe some other ones yeah frida cinema we might be doing one down in santa Ana, and there's a b is it called be kind video it's like a vhs rental store in burbank that just opened Mm -hmm. they they do like little mini screenings in the store so yeah i'll be there too so nice yeah very cool that's my big plug for yeah. this year <laughs> well thank you for plugging most, yeah. i feel like yeah. most people don't do plugs when we say hey do you have anything no. to plug? <laughs> yeah well oh, and also the uh, that's the i have an instagram that's the surf ninjas shop where oh, yeah. I'm, I'm i'm designing and creating merch and i have a yeah. t-shirt design that a lot of people are have been excited for that i will be doing a pre-order for uh the in a couple weeks nice so nice. that would be uh, a place to keep an eye on that kind of stuff Cool. Very cool. It's like the official, unofficial, official right. page yeah. that's run by me. Nice. So. Cool. We should have you do a 2002 a Film Odyssey shirt for us. Oh, and yeah. pay you for it. Yeah. yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. We've been talking about. We've been talking about merch. Yeah. I, we we got to figure out what we want to do, but uh, I'm sure it would be cool. I'd yeah. wear I'd wear our own podcast shirt. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. I got. I have nothing really to plug. Nope. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Our next episode, I think, is gonna be a home video roundup. Yes. Where we talk about like a handful of DVDs that were released. Yeah. March two thousand two, uh, and then after that, it's Sorority, Sorority Boys. Boys. Yeah. Yeah, because we do occasionally do these home video yeah. editions where we talk about movies that came out on DVD and VHS, and I think this one it's gonna be possibly five titles. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't done one of those in a while. So we, we haven't done to... one, and there's a lot of like fun movies that we can talk yeah. about because it's it's really just a way for us to be able to talk about certain movies that you know, we wouldn't have a Outside shot at otherwise. Yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. Did we want to share any of those titles, or should we keep that mum? No, well, we you and I still have to like settle on the five. But yeah, you yeah. don't want to spoil that. Yeah, let's we save can, it. We can save it. Uh, all right. Well. Uh, Thank you, Nick, so much for oh, being here. We, we appreciate yeah, it. I was on. waiting with bated breath. Yeah. Yeah. For, years for in the making. Years. So yeah. Here we Literally, are. And, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I look forward to the next one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We'll have you back on. And it was it was a treat to watch Blade 2 also. Yeah. yeah it was fun nice to, to watch. Never watch this one. Never a wrong excuse to watch that movie. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, listeners, thank you so much for listening to this one. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Adios. You have a sign-off, Nick? No. Just (laughs) bye. Just bye. (laughs) All right. right. Bye-bye. Bye.